0: I am recording as well. All right.
1: Wait, uh, since this is a special episode, instead of clapping, uh, should should we snap?
0: Oh, shit. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> In three, two, one. Greetings, You are now listening to the universe according to...
0: Greetings, humans, and welcome to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. I I am Jonas, the sturdiest of browns,
1: and I am Rex, the deepest, darkest, and most finite of blacks. And
0: this is an episode that weighs heavy on our hearts. Very heavy. Very heavy. I understand this is going to be a hard episode for people to listen to, because... We are releasing this the weekend after the movie had shown up and then a lot of people have seen it and that's all right. But once you do see this movie, please feel free to come back and talk and listen to this episode and then comment on our Twitter and send us messages of what you thought about the movie and stuff like that. But guys, we watched, we watched and we are spoiling Avengers
1: Endgame. We're spoiling the shit out of it. Now before we spoil it,
0: um, Rex, let's just talk about how, how we felt how this movie felt to us.
1: This without movie without spoiling it. Without spoiling it now, this movie felt like in many ways the perfect way to end well, people think... Okay, first of all, people talk about this movie like it's the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I feel like it was the perfect way to end this arc of the MCU. Um, mm. It uh, it closed... What was that? It closed Sorry. some doors. It opened some others, um, potentially opened. And I think that it was a really good send-off. For the saga that we had been on for the past eleven years, yeah, it felt it was uh, it felt good.
0: Yeah, it felt complete. Like it's not a, it's the like you said, it's not the end of the Marvel universe, but it felt complete. Yeah, like I felt, I felt like okay, this chat, this is done. This book is done. Let's start a new book, basically.
1: Pretty much, like it's. It's kind of like, uh, you know how in, it, it felt the way that comic book events feel, where it's like, okay, here is this and this and this. Now we're planting the seeds for the big event. The big event is happening. Big event's over. Life goes on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Comic books keep coming out every week.
0: And you were talking about this before we started, that you it felt weird because it's not this movie is not the end of this phase it's the tom holland movie the tom holland second spider-man movie which would be the end of this phase
1: yeah which is strange to me but i guess it's i don't know why they're doing it that way because this this should be the end of the infinity saga um but they're gonna Mm -hmm. go with far from home but i guess it's kind of like gonna be a a passing of the torch kind of thing seeing as iron man was the one who started the entire yeah. mcu and now they're gonna be passing that mantle on to spidey it's almost
0: like a it's almost like an epilogue for the for this
1: yeah yeah it's, uh, a, it's definitely an please. epilogue
0: yeah um really excited to see that movie we will be spoiling that of course oh yeah, oh, yeah. um uh, but yeah let's uh if you guys have listened mm-hmm. up to this part And you haven't seen the movie, and you don't want spoilers, you better stop now, go watch the movie, then come back here, because this is, this is, we are entering the spoiler-verse right now. Oh, yeah. We are entering. I wish we had a theme, I wish we had a theme song for, like, or a, a noise that someone made where it's like,
1: Yo, we need to get that fucking sound that, uh, fucking Dio makes in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure when he, when he stops time. Like, <laughs> it's fucking sick. I have to send it to you. Yeah, send it to me. Um,
0: um, maybe I'll put it in. Uh, but guys, we're gonna go. We're gonna go see. Basically, scene by scene for this. This movie is so good that we have to go scene by scene. We can't jump around with this because it's something that we really have to talk about.
1: This is gonna be a long um, podcast because
0: there's like it it's is.
1: three hours worth of movie. Um,
0: yeah. So we open up with with Hawkeye and his family, and before the snap, right before the snap, pre snap. Uh, pre-snap and it's it it shows it's a great way to show like what's where this person has been during this uh big event that happened that everyone was a part of except for him
1: yeah because it was a really big question because everybody was like where's hawkeye where's hawkeye shouldn't he be here and my answer was no because he's useless in this situation but yeah uh he was he was with his family he was on he was under house arrest so he couldn't really go anywhere yeah but he was—I
0: mean, he was enjoying it. Like yeah. it's not like he had a problem with it,
1: because he loves his—he loves his wife. He loves his kids. Like he, he was teaching his daughter archery, and he was being disgusted by his young child wanting to put mayonnaise on a hot dog. So yeah, it was a fun time.
0: And like, why did no one say ketchup? Like only the only the youngest I was like, I want ketchup and like how come she didn't give those options?
1: Yeah, I was like, Why the fuck isn't this the first time? O- well, personally for me, ketchup isn't the first option for a hot dog. It's mustard. It's but mustard, yeah. ketchup is definitely number two. Like
0: it's not mayo.
1: It is not mayo at all. Like I'll put ranch on a hot dog before I put mayo on that bitch. But um
0: <laughs> Uh but then we get to see this we, we don't see this nap, but we do see clint's family disappear it's almost like it's surprising like how he didn't catch on right away like he looked back he's like hey where'd where'd you go daughter
1: wife daughter uh, sons
0: uh it was a very good uh shot this the beginning part actually felt pretty fast in my opinion yeah before the before the uh you see the title card of Avengers Endgame. It felt really fast. Like you, you see Hawkeye. Then we go to, we go to uh, Tony in space. Uh, then Tony back in on Earth. They find out where Thanos is. They kill Thanos, and then title. It felt really fast. I don't know. That's my opinion.
1: I feel like it happened so fast to illustrate how instant the snap was because it was yeah. it was a snap. It was literally a snap. People. Disappeared, and all over the world. Like I don't know why Peter had the big, long, dramatic fading. Uh, well, because it's Peter, but uh, in that instance, they did that. They did this in Ant Man and Wasp too. Yeah. Because soon as Scott goes into the micro, what is it called? The the quantum realm. The, uh, quantum realm. as yeah. Soon as he goes into the quantum realm, all Pym, Van Dyne, uh, and uh, Hope all gone instantly, and it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, uh... But,
0: uh yeah, we, the next thing we see is uh, Tony and, and Nebula in space, you know, hang, not hanging out, but, like, trying to survive. And, like, you kind of see where well, this, uh, the human...
1: They were kind of hanging out, because they were playing paper football together, which is... Oh, yeah, that,
0: they were doing that at first. But then, like, after a while, they this is, it was like, okay, we're running out of oxygen, we ran out of food, and stuff like that. We need to survive, kind of thing.
1: I felt like this was a real, like, uh... Like, Nebula had her face turn in the previous Guardians movie, but this was really showing that, okay, she has changed. Because she spent the entire time they were in space, which was 22 days, um, like, tending to Tony's wounds and making sure that he didn't die from infection.
0: Yeah. And even to the point where she picks him up where he's like, I- I'm just going to lay down. Like, you could tell he's, he's tired. He's on his last leg he falls asleep. She picks him up, puts him in a chair, like kind of comforts him, puts his her shoulder. She's like, okay, he's almost gone.
2: She even like
0: shares, like he's about to share food with her, but she's like, no, you need it more than
1: I do. Like
0: she's becoming compassionate. And I love that about her character arc through these past few movies that we've seen her in.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Um, as soon as Tony pretty much accepts his fate that he's going to die in space, um, uh, a, a light appears out of nowhere, and who is it? Uh, it's a Captain Marvel here to save their fucking lives.
0: Captain Carol Danvers. Carol Marvel Danvers. Um, and I just I want to know like, what? How did she find them? Because she was on Earth. Mm-hmm. We 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 know this from Captain Marvel movie end credits that she ends up back on Earth because of the the signal that. Nick Fury sent um and then she goes into space purposely looking for Tony or
1: maybe because they probably sent her back out there they're like hey Tony is still out there we know you don't know him but he's like he's a part of the team can you go save her yeah. and I think because since she well basically her superpowers are like I'm a spaceship she was yeah. just She's just like I'm gonna go find him. I could probably find a spaceship pretty easily. Yeah. So she went and found Tony and Nebula, brought him back to Earth. Tony is severely malnutritious, like he was, or malnutritioned, like he's he's like borderline emaciated. How small he is, and he's mm-hmm. also he's also pissed and rightfully pissed because he feels like he failed, and he just watched the kid who's been pestering him for almost a year die in his arms yeah so um basically uh it was
0: like one of the first few things he even said to to captain he's like i didn't beat him i lost the kid and he goes we lost like cap's like no we lost it wasn't just you and like it was it was a good moment like this is the first time they've seen each other since civil war
1: yeah because tony's still pissed about uh you know his dad getting yeah. murdered by Cap's best friend, so.
0: Yeah, but they—I mean—they were, at that moment when they saw each other, it was—it was like they were friends for a while. For a brief until, second. For a brief second, it wasn't until Captain America was just like, "You gotta give me the lowdown, Tony. Did he tell you anything?" He's like, "Why are you doing this? You know, I—I—I I, I lost to this powerful being. I lost people. I lost this kid. I promised that I would keep safe, and." you're asking me these dumb questions, just, we're done. And it's, it's, it's understandable from from Tony's part.
1: Yeah, because he probably had the most traumatic experience out of everybody fighting Thanos.
0: Because yeah. he, was, he was not, he, I mean, everyone was face to face with Thanos, but he like was about to die by Thanos' he, hand.
1: And was left to die on a foreign planet and watched everyone yeah. around him die. So it's like, damn Tony, like he's he's shook by this shit, and they pretty much go their separate ways, um. Cause Tony's like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here, yeah. And Cap, well, like, he passes out. Yeah, he does pass out. Um.
0: But uh, Nebula lets them know, I know where where Thanos is. He said he was gonna retire to this garden, and doing some like calculations and like finding energy signals signatures, they found. The same energy signature that was given off by the snap on another planet, uh, where Thanos was at, and this small group, smaller, th- less than half the size of the uh, the team that they had before, decides to go after Thanos.
1: But they're powered the fuck up because Captain they Marvel. got Captain Marvel now, and she's run. She's running fucking point. Like there was a tweet that yeah. I saw earlier. Where somebody was like, Nebula was like, yo, this nigga Thanos is on. This is in the garden. And they were like, Captain Marvel goes, yo, let's just run up on this motherfucker. <laughs> and that's literally what they do. They just run they up really on him.
0: And it was like a very good plan. Like, But to be fair, he was weakened.
1: He was weakened as fuck. Because uh, when they get there, they find out that uh, they go there initially to get the stones back from him yeah so they can bring everybody back and they're going there expecting him to put up a massive amount of resistance but he doesn't because he doesn't have the stones
2: yeah and
1: And he he doesn't also very weak his his whole was it his right arm his whole right arm was fucked up left arm left 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 arm arm is fucked up yeah yeah it was his left arm his whole left arm was fucked up it
0: lost so much muscle mass it's it it is literally half if not two thirds the size of, or a third of the size of his other his right arm, because
1: um, because, because he's uh, he did a second snap, hmm. but the second snap wasn't to kill anyone; it was to destroy the Infinity Stones.
0: And they don't find this out until Thor cuts off his arm and they flip over the the gauntlet. The gauntlet, yeah. Um, and then that's when we get a, you know, he explains like uh, I I the stones were our temptation now so i had to destroy them so no one's tempted to use them so thor decides to take it upon himself to actually uh, cut off his head and then say say something that we were like everyone on the uh, on the planet was saying after the movie after infinity wars like you should have gone for the head you should have gone for the head i went for the fucking head i went for the head and then he just walks out and then that's when we get the title card is basically, like, that's it. Like, Thanos gets his head cut off. Uh, Thor walks out.
1: Title card. And was it title card? Yeah, it was title card. Yeah. And then there was the thing, and it just goes... Five years later. Fucking five years later. So... And, uh, it,
0: and you... It almost has a 28 Days Later feel to it. Seeing yeah. this world where there's less people in it.
1: Because the first thing we really see is, like, uh, I think it's Met Stadium. And it's, like, looks dystopian yeah. as shit. Like, it looks like yeah. the world cars ended. Cars
0: everywhere. Like, no one's moved these cars in five years.
1: No one's tried. Everyone's too yeah. fucking depressed because they all lost someone. And yeah. the first thing we see is Captain America in a, in a grief counseling group. Uh, basically yeah. telling, like, hey, um, I lost some people. We all have but we got to move on and you see you hear this coming from cap which is a strange thing because one thing we know cap is terrible at is moving on
0: yeah But and, uh, also also there's a there's some cameos in this in this part which is um joe russo i think it's yeah. joe russo yes it is, is uh plays the first openly gay character in in a marvel movie which is weird, because, like, why not just make a, a superhero gay?
1: You know what I mean? Like, Captain Marvel could have been gay. It wouldn't have, yeah. it, it wouldn't have affected her character. Any, it probably yeah. would have made her like, make if, more sense.
0: You really didn't even need... If, if they are going for a road... If they are trying to follow the comics where Rhodey and, and Captain Marvel are dating... Uh, You don't really need that. She can date a girl.
1: Yeah, you know? Or they could have made Valkyrie gay. Like, Valkyrie's yeah. sexuality is ambiguous as fuck. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like, anybody could have been fucking uh, gay. Who else could have been, um, um, uh, been gay? Korg. Korg could have been gay. Korg could have been gay. Like, come Meek on.
0: Meek is g- gay as hell.
1: Who? Meek. Meek is gay as hell. Who's Meek?
0: <laughs> the little slug that's with Korg.
1: Is his name Meek? I thought it was yeah. Something else. Yeah, Miki is pretty gay. Um uh, You know what uh-huh. I
0: didn't I, I was I was I was kinda of sad what's his name wasn't in this. Um the other guy that's part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Sean uh Sean Gun.
1: Oh yeah, yeah that, he, guy. that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: I was like, why, did, why didn't why did he show up? Where is probably,
1: he? probably got snapped.
0: Yeah, but he would have been brought back, remember?
1: They weren't back at that point.
0: I know, but I'm saying like.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If he should, oh yeah, he should have showed up. They should have had all the space pirates show up. Shit.
0: They did have some of them there. Ah, oh, come on. You didn't see that, anyways. I uh We're still, we're still talking about the beginning. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cap is leading this group, and then it cuts to Black Widow, uh, basically having a having like an intergalactic. Conference call about about universal peace and how how to go about moving on. So essentially, uh, the last two Guardians, which is Nebula and Rocket, are out in space fixing things out there, along with Captain Marvel, who's in a different part of space that's also helping other places. Okoye is essentially running um, Wakanda. I guess Wakanda. She's the one that's running Wakanda now. Cause it's and, not
1: expressly stated, but I'm pretty sure the entire royal family has been disintegrated. Um, yeah. And uh, there's a there's I just wanna I just wanna put this out here real quick about uh, what's going on with a Actually, just say what well, Rhodey's doing stuff too. Rhodey's out yeah. there. Yeah. Ro- Rhodey's
0: essentially like the right hand, also like like. Uh, Natasha's right hand.
1: Yeah. I wanna say. Um, Cause they're pretty much running things on their their end, and um, yeah. but Natasha does this thing where she she asks Okoye about an earthquake uh-huh. that happens in the ocean off of the coast of Africa. Yeah, and it's and it's, it's it stands out because. It makes you wonder why the fuck is she asking Okoye about an earthquake in the ocean off of the coast of Africa? Because, Uh, one, what.
0: Now I get what you're saying.
1: (laughs) You get it now? Because Wakanda is nowhere near the coast of Africa. It's not. It's like in the dead center of Africa. And. It's just because the way that she she brings it up, she's like sitting there casually eating a sandwich, not looking anyone in the eye, basically going, so you, uh... Did you handle that earthquake? She's like, how the fuck am I supposed to handle an earthquake? I'm doing, ha- I'm doing air quotes at this point. Yeah. An earthquake in the ocean. There's nothing I can do about it. Just let it yeah. be. And I've taken this, and many other people have taken this as a reference to, to the potential showing up of one the (laughs) submariner namor and i because it makes sense because one she's talking to okoye about it okoye is wakandan wakanda's rival is atlantis t'challa's rival is namor they don't like each other yeah and the reason okoye can't do anything about it is because well T'Challa's not there. He can't handle yeah. it. So people all have already clung to this as, yo, they they reference they reference Namor. Because it's it's so, like you watched it twice. If you go back and watch it a third time, that part where Nat, Nat brings that up is so out of place and vaguely strange. Yeah. It draws your attention. Because I, I was sitting in the movie theater initially watching that, and I was like, why are they talking about an earthquake? And then I left, and then I was like, let me Google this because it was bothering me, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> "I was like, why did Natasha talk about earthquake with Okoye? And then Namor. all I saw was Namor, Namor, it's Namor, he did it. I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, no. oh, nut. <laughs> Came everywhere because I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a big fan of the
0: Submariner, baby. Did you like Billy Eichner's rendition of of namor the submariner
1: i fucking saw that it was amazing
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm namor the submariner i He's... did an
1: avenger i'm an avenger too come on guys.
0: <laughs> that's our that's our billy eichner impression guys.
1: <laughs> dude uh namor is super fucking cool it's like what if you made superman and aquaman do the fusion dance but he was a Dick, he's a huge dick, and he has. And on top of that, he's a mutant. He's the first mutant publication history wise. He is the first mutant in publication history. Um, um but
0: uh, after that, we we find out through Roadie that um, there's been some killings of of drug lords and gangs, and it's the mm-hmm. work of Clint Barton. He's taken on this task to. Get rid of the people that weren't snapped.
1: Yeah, and people who are doing evil, um, not just anybody, but yeah, you know, no, bad guys.
0: Just, just pe- bad, bad guys, bad guys. Um, so she tells him, "Hey, just uh, let me know when you find them because I want to talk to him." And she's like she there's this very like good moment where she's just like trying to hold back her tears. Yeah. and I've I've totally done that too, where I try to hold back my tears talking to someone. But yeah. it's painfully obvious that you can see it coming out. I'm
1: gonna be I'm, um, a, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not a huge fan of Scarlett Johansson. She did real yeah. fucking good in this movie though. It was weird. Yeah,
0: rude. she did. Um. So, Cap comes in, uh, seeing her cry, and they talk about like they can't move on. They have to. They they'll never be able to move on because they're the ones that failed, basically. And then, before all this happened. We are in San Francisco, and a rat is walking across the dashboard of a brown van that we that belonged to, uh, to uh, Scott Lang, mm-hmm. and it opens up the quantum realm and releases Scott Lang.
1: Happenstance, happenstance. complete and other uh, happenstance.
0: One out of fourteen million chances. One. One. This was a universe and
1: where Master Splinter took it upon himself
3: <laughs> to save, to the, save universe. the
1: universe.
0: Um and we get uh we get this this kind of montage. We just get like the the scenes of, of Scott realizing he's missed something and he doesn't understand what he's missed until he sees all the pla- the plaques uh, near the uh, Golden State Bridge where um, it has all the names of the people that were snapped, and he's looking for his, do- his daughter, obviously. Um, doesn't see her name, but he sees his name, and she. he ends up going to her house, and that's when we see uh, Cassie, all grown up, five years older than the yeah. last time we saw her. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, I kind of... I teared up at this part.
1: I thought it was genius because... It gave away to age all of these characters as they wanted to age. Yeah. And I was just like, this is this is this is good. I like this. I'm into it. Um I I didn't tear up at this, but I was like, damn. He has missed a significant portion of her life. Yeah. And she hasn't missed anything of his and we'll find yeah. out Pretty much in a little, a little bit. Well,
0: I was well. I was just I was I was crying at the part where she was like she's like looking at his face. It's, it's basically this ghost. She's like I never thought I would see this person. It's been five years, and then he came back. How how is this possible? It almost she's almost given hope about something. I imagine like we don't know what happens to her mom and the stepdad. We don't. What if they were snapped? And she's like, are they coming back? It's giving her this false sense of hope. Maybe. And he has to tell her, I don't know what's going on, kind of thing. Uh, but cut back to Natasha and Cap back at the office talking about what's going on. And then they get a message, a uh, video message. And it's Scott at the front gate saying, hey, it's me, Scott. You remember me a couple of years back? We fought in you know, in Germany.
1: I got really big. And, you know, it was me. And they're like, is this a recording? And she's like, no, this is a camera. It's this is outside. It's outside. And And
0: basically Scott's saying, he's telling them what's happening. And he's like, for the past five years, I've been stuck in the quantum realm. Scott and Black Widow's like, uh, well, I'm sorry. That must have been tough. He goes, that's just it. I wasn't there for five years. I was there for five hours. Time's different there.
1: And that's when the thing hit me because I knew at that moment that there would be weird time travel bullshit. Bullshit. And my dick got
0: horrid.
1: (laughs) Yes! before,
0: before walking into this movie, did you know that there was going to be weird time travel bullshit?
1: Dude, I had heard months and months ago that they were like, the okay. Avengers are going to time travel. And I was like, I wonder if there's actually going to be weird time travel bullshit. And then when they kill Thanos in the first five minutes of the movie, I was like, is there going to be weird time travel bullshit in this movie? And then when Scott comes out, he's like, yeah, I've only been gone for five hours for me. I'm hungry. I was like, "There's gonna be weird time travel bullshit in this movie," and then they started talking about Back
3: to the Future, and I was like, "There's weird time travel, travel bullshit in this movie." I'm like, oh. <laughs> if
0: you guys can't see, Rex has physically <laughs> orgasmed.
1: I have, He's I have, I have come to completion.
0: Yeah. Um, and Scott just basically goes, "What if we? There was a way we could navigate through this time stream, like a way we could see the path to get to where we need to go." And they try to enlist the help of their smartest person in the world. Uh, and that was Tony Stark. Yeah. Who would cut to Tony Stark coming out of a cabin in, in like, the forest. It's really nice there. Like, I oh, was yeah. relaxed watching that scene. And we get to meet his daughter, Morgan.
1: Mm-hmm. Who he and, predicted would exist yes, in a previous movie. Uh,
0: and... Uh, there is a Morgan Stark in the comic books, but it is his cousin who is evil and trying to take over his company. Yeah. So it's completely different. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, But Morgan is, uh, I want to say she's four? Yeah. Four or
1: three. Yeah, about four. I would say four. Because um, as soon as he got back, they probably fucked.
0: Yeah. He he came in here. He goes, I oh, yeah. survived. Now,
1: accept my cum. Wife. And she's like, okay, cool. <laughs>
0: And then Wong was like, why am I here? Happy was like, why am I
1: here? <laughs> and Cap's like, nice. Nice, Tony. <laughs> Thanks for filming this for me, Happy. And Happy's like, I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, <wait>. we... <laughs> God, so we're weird. <laughs> yeah, Captain,
0: Captain America and everyone else shows... Captain America and Black Widow and Scott show up at the cabin explain him what's going on and and tony is just like you don't think i've thought about this you're not thinking about this you're not thinking about the plank skill you're not thinking about this thing you're not thinking about that thing i only remember the plank skill that's why that's why i mentioned that one uh, was like, and he's basically was like guys it's done i found i found my second chance this is my second chance my daughter my fan. my wife that's it um no, you could stay, like, it, he's genuinely, like, given up, but to the point where he's, like, I've forgiven Cap, I've forgiven everything, I just want to live my life, and you're, I'm, I'm genuinely happy to see you guys come join us for lunch, but you cannot talk about anything else except, you know,
1: lunch. Yeah. So, and, uh, They dip yeah. out, because, you know, Tony is just like, nah, fuck this.
0: But they said to go to the second
1: biggest brain. Bruce Banner who has mastered the power of the Incredible Hulk. Basically it's a what do they call him? Uh, Dr. Professor Hulk? Hulk, Professor Hulk, that's what it is. Um he basically went into a lab and did some fucking experimenting and he was able to make it so that he would have Hulk's body with his brain. Yeah. Which is dangerous as fuck and clearly well, actually- effective.
0: Yeah, and also kind of makes things easier if he wants to build something in his lab.
1: True, and he can, can and he can control his anger, so he can get as angry as he wants, but mitigate it to where he's not on a rampage. He's just super strong now. So, yeah. like, damn, overpowered, I, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe OP. But um, when I was when I was watching Professor Hulk. I don't notice it as much when it's when it's uh, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, mm. but then when I watch it as uh, as him as the as Professor Hulk, he smiles a lot. Oh, I know yeah. there's there's a big smirk at all times with with Mark Ruffalo, like when he's getting the when he's getting a, a, a picture with those kids that are like, can we take a picture with you? And then Scott Lang's like, you want to take a picture with me? I'm I'm Ant Man, and they're like, uh-huh. no, no. Well- like, Scott is... Uh, not Scott. Um, Bruce is, like, smiling the whole time for some reason. Just, like, it's the most awkward smile. Even when he's getting threatened by Thor, he kind of has this weird smirk on his face.
1: was like, hey, he Tom, Because he's overly confident now. Because he's like, yeah. look how fucking strong I am. Yeah. I'll um, beat all your asses.
0: But basically, Scott and, and Cap and Black Widow, they all go to the Hulk and are like hey what can we do can you help us he goes that's out of my that's out of my range I don't know how to do it they try it
1: it's not working very well not at all cause they fucking turn Scott into a baby and a child and an old man and back to normal and it's just they they don't know what to do but Mm -hmm. uh,
0: while that's all going on Tony's at home by himself and he's like sees this picture of, of him and Peter Parker and he realizes like what if I could help? What if I could bring back Peter? And he essentially is like, does, just does a diagram and tries to do it himself.
1: And I and feel like he was doing this like as a means of convincing himself that it was impossible, that he couldn't find the shape that was necessary for yeah. this thing to be real. And But then he figures it out with a Mobius strip yeah. type shape. And he's just like, he freaks the fuck out because he wasn't expecting to actually find something that would work. Yeah. And he's like, holy shit, I just figured out time travel. And, and then his daughter is just like, shit. He's like, do not curse in front of me and your mother. She's like, shit, fuck it. Shit. The, world, the world's <laughs> she, dead, dad. Shit.
0: Like, she's like, what are you doing up so late? He's like, I got important shit to do. <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of upset they didn't say fuck in this movie. <laughs> no one said fuck! It's, it's PG-13. Come on. They said, sh- they said shit a lot, though.
1: Maybe they substituted um, the one fuck for, like, a hundred shits. Yeah.
0: Um, so Tony decides to bring it to, uh, to Cap and all them, like, hey, I figured it out, but this is what I need. I can't lose what I found. But we can bring... I want to get what we lost, but I can't lose what I found, basically. Yeah. So he wants to keep his life now, but bring back all the people that they've lost, which is possible. So that, and he's like, "Hey, let's not die." Also, and Cap's like, "Hey, let's do it." So, um, Cap and him and everyone else decides to go get everyone. They get all their all their people. They get they uh, Rocket and Nebula show up back on earth and I, I love the this is one scene that i really loved about nebula uh when they land the scott is just sitting there eating a taco and rocket's just like hey where's uh where's big green he's like he's in the kitchen and nebula he sees nebula walking up and he's like that's a pretty cool spaceship and you hear nebula go roadie watch out there's an idiot in the front and it's this point. It's this thing where it's like they're they're fr- she's friends with all these people,
1: but she doesn't she's, know Scott. <laughs> so she's she like, doesn't know
0: Scott. But she knows, like she's on this nickname basis with with Rhodey. Yeah, and I love it, and it makes me so happy.
1: And I was I, I was it. And what made me happier about that is when after she leaves, Hulk just walks by and he's like, "Oh," and he gives Scott two of his tacos two tacos it's like, here, take one I thought it was, a, I thought it was one big taco no there's two tacos cause Hulk is huge also
0: like couldn't they get better tacos <laughs>
1: it's I the Avengers f- I feel like they could but fuck it maybe everybody who can cook well has got snapped I don't know um okay. whew! <laughs> but yeah.
0: I gotta tell you I I, I don't think that's a possible I think there's, there's a lot of people that could cook really good
1: tacos to in the world I don't know about New York Though. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, there any of them are capable of cooking. They don't look like they are. Um, <laughs> but uh, what happens next? They they rocket pretty much. And... Oh no! Yeah, you got go it. you got it. You, you, no no no! You got. I was gonna
0: say rocket rocket and uh, and Bruce decide to go to find Thor.
1: Oh, yeah 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 yeah. Uh,
0: and they went to New Asgard because since since everything happened. Thor found the Asgardians that were left, and brought them to Earth in Norway. I believe in Norway. Norway and uh, and some Nordic established. Country. Yeah, they established a new town called New Gas New Asgard, and they see Valkyries there. She's working hard doing fishing and stuff. Not even working hard; she's pretty much running the place. Yeah, um, and she's like saying, "Hey, he's not going to see you." uh and he's like when's the la- when's the last time like we only see him when he comes down to get supplies which is just beer
1: yeah he just uses some beer and then he goes back into this hole and yeah, fucks so off yeah
0: so he fucks off and then we get we get to inside we get to his his place and he's ever like rocket this is when we see this is from the trailer where we see rocket entering the house in his new suit basically oh, but we yeah. never see Captain we never see Hulk because they edited him out um mm-hmm. so rocket and, and hulk enter the enter the house they they finally see him and I don't, if you want to say rex hulk n-
1: no not hulk uh, <laughs> thor is uh he he doesn't look the same he he's put on quite a bit of weight He's a fat guy now. Um, and he's perfectly fine with his fat life. He he doesn't really shower that much. It's just him, Korg, and... Uh, was it Mitt? What's his little bug thing's name? Meek. Meek. It's him, Korg, and Meek. They all live in a house together. Where they pretty much fuck off every day. Um, drink beer. And play Fortnite. And get trolled by little kids on Fortnite.
0: I love that scene too, where where Corgus like, "Oh, it's him! He's he! He's back! He's back!
1: He's <laughs> being mean to me again." Nuke Master
3: sixty
1: nine, was it? It was Nuke Master, right? Something like or Noob Master, Noob Master, Noob Master. And he's like noob If you if, if you ever say it's me, Thor, God of Thunder. If you ever say anything mean again, I will come to your house. And all this other shit. And he scares the shit out of some child who's probably across the country. He's like, if if that kid comes back and says anything, you let me know.
0: And Korg's just like, thanks, though. I love this. I love that Korg gets a lot of uh, screen time in this movie that's never going to. Like, it makes no sense why he's there. Really, it makes no sense why he was there
1: because I was pretty sure he got
0: killed by Thanos. <laughs> yeah, and he's also not a Nazgardian.
1: <laughs> he is not. He's just Thor's new buddy, and they hang out with yeah. Thor all the time. Um,
0: um, but yeah, the you know, Hulk and and Rocket are just essentially like, hey, we have a chance to you know do this. We can bring everyone back because you know the whole Thanos thing, and it, it's a su- it's a tough subject. Ah. I- Obviously it's a tough subject for thor he, yeah. he doesn't want he he failed in saving people mm-hmm. and he kind of brought that on himself that's why he gained the weight he it's emotional it's emotional weight that he's been gaining um, but they finally convinced him to come along and uh, because they have beer in the in the in the airplane in the airplane mm-hmm. in the jet spaceship mm-hmm um, while they're doing that, Nat goes to Tokyo because she hears where Clint's gonna be next. And this is a great—I think this is a great fight scene.
2: Yeah,
0: very well choreographed. Yeah, because it's Clint taking out a whole yakuza, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh I forgot who the the um, the main boss that he was taking out was is a is a character in the comic books.
1: I don't know who his character is. I know his actor is Hiroyuki Sonata. Um, yeah. I'm going to look it up real quick just to yeah. see who But he while,
0: while you're doing that, I'll, I'll explain the scene. So essentially, uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, who is now calling himself Ronin, is taking out all these Yakuza by himself and gets into a sword fight with um, the the boss of the Yakuza. And he's basically saying, like, you didn't get snapped by Thanos. But all these other people did, so they dealt with Thanos, you have to deal with me, because why do you, why do you get to live? You're, you're scum, mm-hmm. essentially. And he basically kills him. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Found him, it just says his name is Akihiko, and he's a member of the Yakuza Science Division, the Shogun Reapers. Jesus. This is a, probably a very random pull. Uh, if this is actually the uh, same character, but um, he looks like a robot in the comics. So yeah, he's a reaver. Uh, sci- uh, shogun reapers, which are um, I think they fought against Shield and shit like that. Huh. Okay, they're they're a clan of the were... yakuza who they are. Okay, fuck, they are a clan from the yakuza who are based on the moon. Okay. Yeah, for whatever right. reason, um, but yeah, he's a I part of the thought they edge. were
0: like, I thought they were like Reavers, like the X Men
1: villains. X Men. Nah. Which would
0: give us another connection to the X Men.
1: Just give us more reason to speculate the X Boys yeah. are
2: coming.
0: But uh, <laughs> town. Um, yeah. uh, um, let me see. Uh, what happens after that? Uh, so, um, Scarlet or. Black Widow convinces him to come come back. She's like, "You can be a hero again. We can we can save people, we can save everyone," and convinces him to come back. And as they're all there, they're building up a bigger quantum
1: jump portal. Up, oh, you froze for a second. You're back. Okay. They're building
0: a they're building a bigger portal for mm-hmm. them to jump into. Um, and they do like a te- they do a test run with Clint because uh, Scott's kind of scared too do it but Clint's like I have nothing to lose let's just do this already Mm -hmm. and he decides to go back to see his family and he's able to jump back see his daughter and pull something back with them and with himself and he pulls back a a baseball he's like we can do this we got this it worked so the, the machine works now they have to figure out when they should go
1: back, and where, so and they pretty much figure out like, hold up, wait, hold on. There's a point in history where there are three Infinity Stones in New York at the same time, mm-hmm. which was the uh, Time Stone, which was mm-hmm. the Eye of Agamotto, uh, the Tesseract, Space the Space Stone, and what was the third one? The Scepter, the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone, yes. Yes. Which, I thought they were the same thing. I'm not even gonna bullshit you. I yeah, thought... I thought they were... Um, but, I thought uh, the
0: Tesseract and in the this, in this Scepter were, like, essentially the same power. It's... Uh,
1: yeah, but... Nope. Different shit, apparently. Um, but, uh... Wait, isn't the Tesseract the Space Stone? Because Loki teleports with it. Yeah, the Scepter. No. Scepter's Mind.
0: Yeah, Scepter's Mind. Tesseract to space.
1: Yeah, okay. So... They go after those three in the year 2012 during the events of... They figure they're going to go after that during the events of the first Avengers movie. Um, in
0: 2014, they find out that the, the Power Stone and the uh, Soul Stone are, are pretty are all right distance from each other, yeah, I guess.
1: Both in space. So yeah. they send a team of four to go get those two. Uh, unfortunately, wait, no. No they put
0: the way. two people that are not familiar with space
1: in space. In, in
0: space, which is
1: weird. Um, but I guess it makes sense because they kind of—I think they kind of knew, like, "Yo, you gotta go with someone to get the soulstone who you care about." So they sent Nat and Clint to go get it. Maybe, um,
0: but they didn't tell them what would happen.
1: They didn't know what would happen, no. But they—they they knew, like, "Yo, you gotta—you can't." just go get it you gotta you gotta go with someone you trust or some shit because it was too convenient it was too convenient because if it was just if it was Nat and Nebula would I feel like Nebula would have been just like well fuck it I'll sacrifice myself I don't care
0: yeah
1: um but uh they sent those four to get those two and the last one um which is the
0: Thor, uh, Thor, reality, Reality the Stone. stone
1: yeah, uh, it's in Asgard
0: ether. in two, 2013.
1: Yeah, it's in um, Asgard with a. Uh, uh, what
0: vehicle. I want to know, so uh, let's start with that one, because it's just the one. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about each each way uh, each person getting the stones. Um. So with Thor and Rocket, they go to Asgard and they get, they're getting the Ether, also known as the Reality Stone, from uh jane because she accidentally absorbed it um yeah. thor is is having trouble with this because he can't he, he feels like he can't do anything and this is the day that his mother died also mm-hmm. um i will say that there's a there's a shot in here where rocket is about to get the stone from uh natalie portman's character jane and i was like was this in was this shot in um Thor dark world or did they were they able to get natalie portman for this little bit Was she was she able to was she like
1: okay i'll do this one scene and i i'm curious to know if that was new shit myself because she showed up at the premiere she's yeah, like yeah she's like hey i'm in the movie guys remember when yeah. i left because they were being assholes and they didn't let
0: patty jenkins uh direct and she made a really great movie with one Woman. so
1: yeah Marvel has a tendency yeah. to do that. They'll be like, "You know what, director? No." And then the director will go do, do something great, and they're like, "Oh, we'll come back now." <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no, uh,
0: James Gunn, you're going to DC. Come, come back here.
1: Finish your yeah. last movie. Just finish the last one. We won't fuck with you anymore. We're promised.
0: Come on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Thor gets to talk to his mother again, which is very good. I thought I like. People have said that they made Thor very comedic in this in this movie, but I thought it was great.
1: It was very in line with what Thor has become because he was pretty comedic in Ragnarok. Yeah. And Thor Dark World
0: was was boring. Yeah. Someone said that no. Someone said that uh, Taika Waititi did a great job with Thor and that the Russo brothers ruined it by making him fat. I was like, no, I think they kind of kept it
1: the same. They didn't really ruin anything. He's still Thor. He's just yeah. depressed, yeah, and dealing with a lot of shit. And it's he dealt with it by eating. So it's yeah. it's a normal thing. I've eaten my feelings a lot. That's why I'm a house now. But you know, Same. but some people are just opinionated, and their opinions are bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he meets his mom, Frigga or frig i can't remember if it's frig or frigga um and it is uh noted i remember seeing on i can't remember where but it was noted that she didn't have a lot of lines in the original thor or thor uh Someone dark said world. two
0: lines in both movies i was like no she had to have way more than just two lines there
1: was there was no way that she had two, and i don't know if that's true i can't verify it right now yeah. but because um, like
0: in in dark world she has way more lines because she talks to Loki a lot, and then she even fights at the end to throw off the dark elves. yeah, she does so so she has to have way more than two
1: and um but she gets a, she gets a whole thing with Thor where she she she's a god, so she figures out like, you're my son, but you're not from here, you're, this isn't your time you're from the future he goes i'm
0: totally from the future
1: <laughs> That's, that was so good because he knows he's like this is my mom i can't lie to my mom she she knows me this is my fucking mom and she basically gives him the encouragement that he needs to push forward with the mission that he has to get done even though he's not doing the mission at all rocket's doing all of the legwork right now yeah and um she basically just tells him like you there's more to you than being a god, or being the king of Asgard, you're you have to be yourself above everything else, and know who you are, and that'll 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 prove that you are worthy. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna fucking do it. And just to test out his worthiness, just to see if he's still worthy, he sees if he can call Mjolnir. And he fucking calls Mjolnir, and he fucking steals Mjolnir. He does. And, and he takes he it pre- back with nice. him
0: um which is great There's, that that's that's a great moment right there i think and
1: and it makes me wonder <coughs> like is every time that thor calls Mjolnir and it's taking a little too long to get there because bionir's <laughs> in another reality with another thor maybe who knows that would be great that would be fucking hilarious uh, um but they get the reality stone. They never show Rocket getting it. They're pretty much being chased by the entire Asgardian uh, castle guard. Yeah. And they finally escape back to their time. And uh, it, yeah. it moves on to uh, the, the, the three reality stones in New York. And it answers a lot of questions that people had. Especially uh, one of the questions, which was, if there are wizards in New York, why the fuck didn't they help against the fucking Chitari? And the answer is, they did help. They just didn't do it big and in open. Yeah, Could.
0: they were essentially just protecting their sanctum, sanctorum.
1: Yeah, because the ancient one was out there whooping ass. Just but she, she was. She just wasn't running around being exposed by it. And yeah.
0: um, um, so I don't know if you noticed this, but she has a lot of scars on her head. Yeah, I didn't notice that in the in, Strange, in Doctor Strange movie. Did you? Yeah, I noticed that. I didn't notice that. I, I, that's the first time I saw it was in this movie.
1: Because it, um, it kind of makes her look less human, like she's someone hiding in human skin, kind of.
0: But, yeah, Hulk shows up looking for Stephen Strange, and she's like, you're about five years too early, which means she knows about Strains. She knows everything that's going to happen, almost.
1: And I, I noticed, like, people were nitpicking at that because they were like, well, if she knew that he was going to become the Sorcerer Supreme, then why did she initially not accept him in? I'm like, because why would she do that? Yeah, Why would she just give him an easy pass because she knows that this is his destiny? Like, She has to make yeah. sure he's worthy of his own fucking destiny because time is not linear in the Marvel Universe. Yeah.
0: There are 15, 14 million chances that the Avengers could, uh, were going to lose, but one was that they were going to win. How did she know that was the right timeline that he was gonna be the sorcerer supreme that makes everything
1: happen? okay? You know, she doesn't fucking yeah. know, so she's doing what her fucking job is. She um, even she
0: even says like at a point where, because Bruce is like, why did he give the time stone to Thanos then, like willingly? She goes, and she's like,
1: hold up, bitch, what? He's like, and yeah. He was
0: like, maybe he was wrong, and then she goes, maybe I was.
1: She's like, because she, she straight up says he wouldn't have given that to him if he didn't have a reason for it because he's yeah. supposed to protect it with his life. Yeah. And then she's just like, all right, you know what? If I can take the time stone,
0: here, fuck it, okay. Yeah. And and uh, she makes a good point. She goes, if you take out one stone, this your, your reality is going to be fixed because you're taking it back to your reality. You're going to fix everything, but my reality is going to have a new timeline where stuff could happen that are worse.
1: And that's my when world Hulk, could be fucked up. And that's when Hulk comes up with the idea of all right, we're good we're here's the deal. We'll take the stone, but after we're done with it we'll bring it back to this exact moment and it'll be like it was never gone and that timeline will disappear.
0: Yeah. And which makes perfect sense. Yeah. And um but things go awry and there are new timelines started be uh speaking to which uh where we get to um we get the tesseract tony and ant man end up getting the briefcase that holds the tesseract by giving f- past tony a mild heart attack essentially yeah. and tony as future tony as present tony is trying to escape Hulk uh past Hulk is coming through the doors and knocks Tony unconscious releasing the Tesseract out of its briefcase, and Loki's the only one that sees it's on the floor, picks it up, and escapes.
1: Fucking disappears like the piece of shit he is.
0: But, we, uh, Captain America is able to get the Scepter, he's able to infiltrate um, the S.H.I.E.L.D. bodyguards, who are also Hydra, that we see him fight in uh, Captain America uh, 2, Winter Soldier, And I was honestly hoping that they were going to do another elevator fight scene. Because that was a great scene in Winter Soldier.
1: It was a good scene. But in my opinion, this was much better than the elevator fight scene. Because instead of being ready to beat everybody's ass, Cap just leans in. He's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be running point on this thing. And they're like, we didn't hear anything about that. And he was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's cool. And he leans in and he just whispers, Hydra," And everybody's just (laughs) like... (laughs) really (laughs) oh my god you're a nazi too oh my god oh my god we got captain america on our
0: side (laughs) they're like excited about it um and then cap runs into himself
1: and cap does his a captain he's like i found loki he's trying to take the scepter and he's like, "Come on, we can do." I can. He says, this He says, his catchphrase from the movies." I can do this all day. And he's like, "I know you can."
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's a great. It was a great scene. This is this is a great fight scene.
1: But uh, we essentially- skipped something very important. Okay. Because when Iron Man first gets to the Avengers Tower, they notice Caps' ass. Ass.
0: And Ant-Man is just like, I think it looks great. That's a, In my opinion, that's America's ass. And Tony's just like, why are you sucking up?
1: He's <laughs> like, that suit does nothing for you. He's like, no, 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 that suit looks great on him. Look at his ass. And everybody's just like, Cap's fucking hot, isn't he?
0: <laughs>
1: He's so fucking hot.
0: He's so fucking hot.
1: But back so, to the fight.
0: Yeah, so Captain America and uh, fight each. the Captain Americas fight each other. And, like, they fall.
1: Five stories. They have a good knockdown, drag 'em out, just cause. Yeah. and eventually, uh, future Cap beats past Cap uh, because
0: well, no, well he,
1: well he outsmarts Pass Cap
0: him. as, yeah, past Cap's able to have the upper hand, but then future Cap is saying hey, Bucky tells him Bucky's still alive, and that like kind of throws him off a little bit,
1: and then he grabs the scepter and puts him to sleep. Yeah, and Gets as up- he gets up and as he's walking away and he just looks down at himself he's like damn that is America's ass <laughs> and then walks away
0: that I Captain America has grown so much
1: as a character as well he went <laughs> from language I, language to "Damn, I got a nice ass look at me mm.
0: I'm on an important mission in the past to save people but, but, damn, but look if, at that
1: ass But if I wasn't me right now, I'd butter those biscuits, baby. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So,
0: after Cap enjoys his buttocks, he meets up with Tony and Ant Man, and they say, Hey, I don't, uh, we we got a problem. We lost the Tesseract.
1: And they're like, Shit, we failed. We fucked up. We. And then
0: Scott's like, "We can't go anywhere else. This is the last chance that we got. We lost. This is it." And then Tony thinks, "Well, I know where. The, there's a tesseract and more pin particles. So because they're using the pin particles to travel through time." Yeah. Um, and he goes, "Where can we find it?" And he goes, "I have a ballpark." He goes, "A ballpark is like, I, 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 gen, I generally know when it should be there." Mm-hmm. So. They decide to go further into the past. Scott takes the Scepter back to the future. Uh, Tony and Cap Cap, go back to the past, but before we go to that, let's go to uh, War Machine and, and, uh, uh, and Nebula. Yeah, Nebula. They are on Morag waiting for uh, Star-Lord to get there, because he's about to get the Power Stone from the beginning of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1.
1: And we get a whole new perspective from that opening sequence of him dancing around kicking those little creatures where yeah. it's just two people watching this huge space loser um be a space loser and they're like wow yeah so he's an idiot i yeah.
0: that's the that's <laughs> a thing that happens a lot where like someone will be doing something dumb and then another character will be like oh so he's an idiot they say like, so he's an idiot a lot
1: i'm like yeah he's an idiot i yeah.
0: don't know um, i don't know what my
1: sister sees in him it's fucking weird <laughs>
0: He probably has a big wang, but I don't know. I never seen it. Uh, um, so we they knock Star Lord out essentially and steal the uh, steal the Power Stone. But while that's going on, um, we find out that because Nebula still exists in the past, her brain is connected to her past self.
1: They're on the same neural network, apparently. Basically, they're yes. sharing Wi-Fi, and they can yeah. see each other's shit.
0: And thus, if she can see everything, Thanos can see everything and sees what's going on, what's happened, what has been discussed, and has seen his future, that he has succeeded, that his head does get chopped off because he has succeeded, and that they're trying to prevent this this future.
1: And it shows you just how much of a threat Thanos is just because he puts that shit together super fucking quickly. Yeah. He's like, okay, so in the future, I succeed, and these punk bitches can't get over that they lost to me, so they come and chop my head off. But you know what it is? I'm going to start moving a little quicker on my plans because these motherfuckers know where the fucking stones are. <laughs> Thanos was low-key sexy in this movie. I'm just going to say it. He was low-key sexy because he's like... Are you saying he's daddy? No, I'm not saying all that, no. He, he, hasn't, earned, <laughs> he hasn't earned daddy status quite yet. Come on. You can't just give away the whole bag. Jesus. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah. Uh, so, as they find this out, they are able to capture Nebula, switch the Nebulas... And the past nebula is sent back in time uh, to the future. While that's going on, uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye are heading to... What's the name of that planet? Volmir. Volmir. And they are getting the Soul Stone and they meet the Red Skull. Which I'm surprised, like, at least Natasha isn't like, aren't you the Red Skull?
1: I'm surprised they didn't make reference to him being the Red Skull. They probably just assumed that he was some ghostly bitch in space. But he—I yeah. don't know what the fuck happened to him. But he knows too much shit about everybody now. Because as soon as they show up, he says the name of both of their parents. But they can't really confirm Natasha's because she doesn't know who her father is. Yeah. Because it's like Natasha, daughter of I've I've Ivan or something like that. Yeah. And uh, no, I thought
0: they could confirm that because he was like a. He was like a what's it called, um,
3: a, uh, a, a Nazi drug agent? lord or a drug lord? Was he a drug
0: lord or not drug lord? But like, uh, like he ran Russia or something like that.
1: I think yeah, I think he was a part Mafia. of the the Kremlin or whatever. Yeah, something um, like that. But uh, they pretty much, he pretty much tells them like, yo, um, to get the soul stone. One of you got to die, and the other one got to take the soul stone with them. Yeah. And, and, like,
0: they have this conversation where they're just, like, saying, like, basically their goodbyes. And they're like, wait, hold on. Which one? Wait, are you saying you're... I, I'm I'm the one that's giving their life up. they like, mm-hmm. no, I'm the one. I'm the one that's doing it.
1: Anyway, um, bitch, I will fucking beat your ass so that you can live. And they fucking have a fucking fight. Yeah. And, uh... And
0: you think that... Uh, Clint won, and he decides to jump off. But Natalie jumps off, Nat- saves him. Natalie? Who's Natalie? No, sorry, Natasha. Sorry, <laughs> Natasha saves him, and jumps off and sacrifices herself.
1: Which I did not agree with. Um, I felt like, like I'm not a huge Scarlett Johansson fan. You know this. Mm-hmm. Like I hated yeah. Ghost in the Shell um i thought i thought lucy was okay it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen but i'm not a huge fan of hers um but i felt like she deserved a better send-off than that yeah. and, I, and it was like a big heroic sacrifice thing but it just felt so flat like they could have done her i feel i feel like clint should have died in that situation hmm. i feel like him dying but
0: he had to come back to his family
1: yeah, but I feel like him dying would have set up uh his daughter Kate a little bit more to become, yeah, to become Hawkeye. But, you know, they went with uh Natasha dying. I don't think her name's Kate by the way. I don't think so either, but <laughs> that I know Kate Bishop and I just assumed. Um yeah. but uh yeah, Natasha sacrifices herself. She is the first Avenger in this movie to fall. Um and basically, he goes, he wakes up in a puddle, kind of similar to how Thanos did in uh, Infinity War with the Soul Stone in hand. And um, mm-hmm. he has to return to the present without Natasha. Uh, then we flash backwards, even further than before, to 1970, where we run. First thing we see. Is a young and rambunctious Stan Lee riding around in the car with a is hot it 70s young? Seventies
0: or the forties?
1: It's nineteen seventy. He, uh, Tony Stark, was born in nineteen seventy.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Because. this is the her name does
0: not. What's her name does not look that.
1: Mm. She's not that old. Yeah. I don't know why. I th- when did Cap go on the ice? Nineteen forty. Yeah. And she was like young then. She doesn't look that much older. Maybe they just didn't yeah. want to f- go for makeup and make her look super old. Because
0: Jarvis looks the same as he does in the show.
1: No, he doesn't. He looks older. Does he? Okay. Yeah, he has gray hair. Um,
0: okay, but continue.
1: Um, but uh, basically they go back to nineteen seventy to the base where um Captain America was first uh created, pretty much, and yeah, where Shield resides where S.H.I.E.L.D. is hidden in plain fucking sight and they break into the S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters um, basically they're on a mission to steal pin Particles because not only is there a Tesseract there uh, from uh, the times when uh the fucking I can't remember who it was it was the guy who worked for HYDRA but who defected over to S.H.I.E.L.D. and infected um, S.H.I.E.L.D. with HYDRA I can't remember his name he's a little short yeah. dude yeah um, I forget his name too but the Tesseract is locked up down there, but not only is the Tesseract there, uh, there are also Pim Particles because Hank Pym works for S.H.I.E.L.D. at this time. Uh, I love
0: that classic Ant-Man helmet, by the way.
1: Oh, it was just sitting there to open. And I was like, look at that reference. Look at it! Um, so they uh, they both split up. Cap goes to get the, um, the Pym Particles, and uh, Tony goes to get the Tesseract. And while they're both gone... Uh, they pretty much get snitched out by Shirley from community. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And cap has to go into hiding anyway,
0: second, second community character that's in this movie.
1: Oh yeah. Kim Jong's in this movie earlier. Yeah. And it continues the string of, uh, community character or people who are in community appearing in Marvel movies. Um, but, uh, where was I? oh yeah. Cap gets, um, he get he's able to steal some pin particles. But as he's being searched for by some S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, he decides to duck into a room, and it just so happens to be the office of one Peggy Carter. And he... I don't know how the fuck she did not see him standing there. I don't understand. Yeah, he was
0: literally right there. Standing there. Her eyes kind of, like, went up and... Even in your peripherals, you could see someone just standing
1: there. Like, this woman is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) (laughs) And she does not notice him standing there. And I don't know if it's because she's so busy or he's so good at being inconspicuous, standing there in the dark like a sad creep. But he's just. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. And he's just standing there staring at her for a solid 30 seconds, at least. All the time, all the while, uh, Tony is in one of the lower levels of S.H.I.E.L.D. He finds the Tesseract. Um, he's about to leave, and he just so happens to run into a man named Howard. A Howard Stark, his father. Um, runs into his dad. He lies to his dad. He's pretty much saying, Oh, yeah, my name's Howard, uh, Howard Potts. Yeah. <laughs> And they're just basically talking about their kids because uh, Tony has a kid now, but his dad, is. this is the year Tony is born, so his Tony is, like, his mom's still pregnant with him. And he's yeah. basically telling his dad, like, hey, his dad's pretty much confiding in this person that he doesn't know that he's terrified of becoming a parent because he doesn't want to screw up. Mm-hmm. And Tony's just like, don't even worry about it. Like he's probably you're probably going to mean the world to him you're probably going to be his inspiration in and yeah. all this other stuff basically giving his dad future encouragement and uh they share a very awkward hug which tony is a master of towards the end yeah. um and uh basically fuck off into the time stream again
0: and they all end up back in their own time at the same exact time because the way that it works is like as soon as they push the button i guess they all meet at the same exact time yeah so um so we find everyone finds out that it kind of works they got all the stones natasha is gone and nebula is replaced by past nebula but they don't know that yet
3: they don't know yet
0: so they they start building the gauntlet a new gauntlet for these stones that they've got um and they they figured out that only only Bruce Banner can be the one that does the the gauntlet because they emit gamma they emit gamma radiation which he is made for. Mm-hmm. Uh Thor is like willingly trying to do this because he wants to prove himself again but he's like no don't you don't need to do it. It it's going to be it's got to be me. So he does it He's able to snap everyone and every creature that has been snapped away back to existence. We can see the big difference when they uh, open up the doors and they see more birds outside just flying around.
1: And And then you get the big hint when you see the phone on the table and it's Clint's wife pretty much calling him. And as he's running towards the phone, uh, while this is going on, Nebula... Past nebula in the future uh summons the entire fucking ship what is that ship called it has a really cool name um something the something two something two. I want to say it's like the I can't remember but Thanos' ship pretty much gets summoned Thanos' ship from 2014 gets summoned to 2000 and what year is it 2023 three yeah and
0: five years after 2018
1: yeah, so he gets summoned in two thousand and twenty-three. Sanctuary two, sanctuary two, sanctuary two. That's what it was. Um, ship gets summoned in two thousand twenty-three, and he fucking carpet bombs the shit out of the Avengers. I uh, I am
0: surprised. I am surprised Scott made it out alive.
1: Honestly, yeah, he, he was prob-
0: face first in that blast.
1: I think he. I think what he did was he went quantum and then he came back, and that's how he was able to survive it. Because he was small when we next see him next. Yeah. But uh, he he's able to survive. Everyone survives, pretty much. But uh, Rhodey is, like, severely hurt, so is Rocket, and Hulk is pretty much holding up uh, the entire, uh, well, a very significant portion of the structure to, com- you know, uh, prevent them from being crushed. And uh, we see that... Uh, Clint is by himself, but he has the gauntlet with him, so he grabs the gauntlet and as he's about to leave, he hears a noise behind him, and then he shoots an arrow down to where the noise is coming from, and there's just a fucking whole gang of chitari just ready to rip him apart so
0: those aren't the ch- chitari are they I think they're not chitari the different race. I don't no, know it's the it's the ones from uh from infinity war.
1: Yeah, but I thought right. those I thought those were Chitari.
0: I don't think so.
1: I'm not sure. Either. I
0: forgot what they're called. But um, they, whatever they are, they are bad news for Clint. Very bad because he didn't he didn't fight them. Yeah, he in know Infinity sh- War, he
1: don't know shit about them. But uh. he
0: knows um, I'm I'm fucked. So he starts to run away. As they're running away, uh, Nebula is sent by Thanos to go find the Gauntlet thanos decides to wait for whoever to fight and captain america iron man and thor are the big three end up outside and thor is just watching him he's like what's he been doing he's just been sitting there and thor's like you know this is a trap and they're like yeah i'm counting on it and thor's like okay as long as we're all in agreement puts out both of his hands Summoning Mjolnir and Thunder, uh, thunder Stormbreaker. 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 Why am I thinking Thunderstrike? <laughs>
1: you think of the superheroes Thunderstrike? Yeah. Who willed Stormbreaker?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he pull. He calls Stormbreaker and Mjolnir and turns into this kind of badass Viking Thor. And I was like, that's a fucking look, dude. It's a fucking the long, f- the long hair pulled up with a the bit. gut. And the beard, the beard braid. Holy he, shit, dude!
1: He looks like fucking Odin. He turns
0: into Odin pretty much. I didn't mind it. Like my my nieces were like, he looked gross with that. I was like, no, he looked fucking badass. I think, be fat.
1: Th- I think fat Thor should be the new canon. Like he looks fucking. I cool.
0: think so too. Um, but uh, they decide to buck up, and it's the big three versus Thanos, and we have seen tony go up against thanos we have seen captain america goes to thanos they did not do very well thor was able to cut him in the gut in like the chest yeah and that's about it really (coughs) but uh it's so weird seeing these three together they are able to make thanos so angry he is He is more ruthless in this
1: movie than he is in the other movie, I feel like. I think is I think he's more ruthless in this movie because he saw his past well, his future self pretty much get murdered. So he's like, I know what these guys are capable of. Yeah. So it becomes an even playing field. But also he's at a stage where he's he's like, you know what? Clearly the good that I was trying to do doesn't work. You're all ungrateful. You don't appreciate it. By the way, I just want to say about Thanos in this movie, whoever wrote the lines for him, yeah, kudos, because they give mm-hmm. him so many one-liners. In this movie, he's got yeah. a lot of one-liners, and it's all I am, amazing. I am inevitable. I am inevitable. The shit, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, you, have, you have failed. And what did that bring you? Back to me.
0: Back to me. I was like, oh shit. I'm
1: like, this is I see why people wanna fuck you now, bud. I get <laughs> it. It makes sense.
0: I can see why they want Ant Man up your your anus, your Thanus. Your Thanus, give it to me.
1: Um But uh he's he's got nothing to lose because at this point he hasn't gained anything. Yeah. So he, this is an all or nothing for him. He doesn't give a fuck. He's not like himself in the future where he's or like, well, I'm doing this for a good reason. At this point, he says, fuck this. I'm not going to do I, shit for a good reason. I'm going to wipe the slate clean. I am going to salt the entire universe and I'm going to start it from scratch. And they're going to be yeah. grateful. You know why? Because you all aren't going to be there to tell them what happened.
0: Yeah. He's like, you made from blood. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to tell them. I'm the
1: fucking shit, alright? They're gonna be grateful they're alive. They're gonna Um, worship me. And pretty much, it's a knockdown, drag em, fuck em out between Thor, Iron Man, and Cap for a good while. It's like, it's at least five minutes of a good fight. And like, so much shit happens. Like, Thor is like, give him Thanos the fucking business, but Thanos gets the upper hand on him. Fucking yeah. Iron There's, Man!
0: Iron Man gets uh, lightning from th- from Thor. Uses into it to charge his back and,
1: and, armor and shoots it at him. It's some fucking shit. And, hey, I and, you know you it, notice his armor, right? right? You notice his armor, right?
0: Yeah, it looked like the old-school armor. Fucking classic colors it make. The, the one with the fucking wings right here, the, like, whatever this shit is, I was like, the oh, sh- shit. The shoulder shits,
1: yeah. Yeah. I was fucking <laughs> I moist. I, was
0: all, I thought I was the only one that noticed that. Um like, fuck you. Yeah. But uh, then as, as like, as Tony is, like, shooting him, Thor, like, brings up Mjolnir and swings uh, the Stormbreaker at him. Essentially, doing a baseball thing at fucking Thanos' uh, face. And I was like, this fight is amazing. This fight is so good.
1: Like, they're bringing out all the fucking stops. They're like, we can't even hold back on this motherfucker. We gotta fucking do it. So, like, you know,
0: Cap gets thrown off. Tony gets thrown out. And then Thor goes after him. And... Thanos has this weird sword that he didn't use in the first movie, right? I feel like he yeah, didn't he's have got it a, in
1: the first. He didn't have it in the first movie. I think he might have had it earlier on, so maybe he lost it at some point before Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But I think he had it, like, in the very beginning of the MCU. Um, so,
0: yeah. But, yeah, Thor runs up on Thanos. He throws his sword, misses Thor. Thor grabs... Uh, Uh, Thunder, uh, thunder stormbreaker, stormbreaker, stormbreaker swings it, knocks it out. uh, Thanos knocks it out of his hands, and like he's he's beating the shit out of Thor, and Thor calls stormbreaker. Thor, uh, Thanos grabs stormbreaker, puts it to his chest, is about to like push it through his chest,
1: but then we see Mjolnir slowly lifting off the ground and initially i'm thinking oh he's summoning mjolnir to him and he's going to hit thanos in the back of the head but no that's not the case at all someone fucking throws mjolnir at thanos and it flies back into their fucking hand and we see captain america is wielding fucking mjolnir so and i'm let I me mean, i just have something to say about this The theater that I was in, first of all, it was two o'clock in the morning when this was. (laughs) Around this time, it was around four thirty, I would say, when this is happening. They lose their goddamn minds when this happens, and I involuntarily out just slips out of my mouth, loud as can be, just say, "This nigga's worthy," (laughs) and people started clapping. (laughs) And I was like, I should have said that out loud. Okay.
0: <laughs> so here's the deal, Rex. I told you we were having a special guest. Yeah. Guys, here is Jake Holland explaining that scene right now.
3: All right. Let's talk about Cap versus Thanos. A fight I was hoping would happen. A good, freaking glorious follow-up. To their initial clash in, in Infinity War. As Thor was being held down, about to get Stormbreaker to the chest, and you saw that hammer lift up, Mjolnir rising up, whether it was floating or, or being slowly lifted up and ready to be used, I could feel chills flying up my spine. And I assumed that it was being risen up by, by Thor, not knowing I was about to get one of the greatest moments in any MCU slash comic book movie ever. And when that hammer flew back and landed in Cap's hand, I mean that place, myself included, turned into it was like a football game. I mean, we were losing our minds. Especially the combo of the Shield plus Mjolnir. Oh my god! It was incredible. I I mean that was that entire little sequence was probably some of the most exciting moments I've ever experienced in a theater, nay, any movie ever. And just seeing him use the both in a a combo manner as he he took down Thanos, uh, you know, briefly. Incredible. That was one of the top moments in the movie for me. The entire movie itself, I'm having an issue uh, finding any flaws because it was just a masterpiece. It was the perfect culmination of the first three phases of... The MCU, and uh, I, once I'd settled down from all the emotions after the movie and had some time to reflect, then my mind immediately went to uh, naturally uh, being excited about the Funko Pop, the inevitable Funko Pop of Cap holding both the hammer and the shield. Incredible. I loved it. It was incredible. I'll say incredible again because it was incredible.
1: Holy shit!
3: Damn. Okay. Damn,
1: Jake. Damn, why you had to do us like that, Jake? Holy shit! I'm so sweaty right now. Huh.
0: Uh, (laughs) But that. Oh my god. That. Oh man. He can. He knows how to use Mjolnir
1: so fucking well. Like too well. Like he's watched Thor do it so many times. I feel like. I feel like Cap (coughs) has this. I feel like he has this similar. Uh, acumen the combat as like taskmaster where he can yeah. watch somebody do that shit and he can fucking do that Foto- shit
0: photographic memory hmm? oh yeah photographic Photograph- Photograph-
1: yeah, exactly photographic memory and it's just like he's doing Thor combos like I straight up I honestly what I thought was gonna happen was he was gonna throw Mjolnir up into the air and it was gonna land on his shield and blast Thanos away like in the first movie nice but, yeah that would been good that no, but he,
0: he does other shit that's like he threw, he threw the hammer at the shield to return the shield to him. I was like, "What? How'd you
1: Dude, he was doing okay, that's some straight- up. It was Marvel versus Capcom Level's bullshit. because <laughs> he's over here throwing the shield, using the hammer, swinging it at the shield, bouncing it off of him, throwing the, shield, the hammer again, catching the shield, comboing the shit out of Thanos. And I'm like, it, is Captain America about to beat Thanos by himself right now?"
0: <laughs> almost because he, he threw down a fucking thunderstrike on him
1: i was like Oosh. he didn't get this the first time he deserves this because thor got his time with thanos even iron man got his time with thanos cap didn't get in that time cap yeah. got beat the fuck up they're like this is cap's time this is cap's time so, to shine um do you i i
0: i read why Someone said that he he's now worthy, of, you know, because in the in the first time that they tried to pick up the hammer, which was an old Age of Ultron, he was unable to pick it up. Do you know why he? I mean, I'm sure you do. Do you know yeah. why he is? it's worthy?
1: B- because of Age of Ultron is pre Civil War, so it is before um Tony finds out about the shit with the the Winter Soldier, and uh, it's because Cap knew about what happened with the Winter Soldier, and Tony's parents kind of so and he didn't say anything about it and he pretty much was protecting uh bucky the entire time and he still had that guilt so he was unworthy at that point to lift it even though he could nudge it he nudged it instead of nobody else could move it but he nudged it but at that moment he still had that guilt on his heart so he wasn't worthy of wielding it at the time i do love
0: i do love thor's reaction to it where he goes i knew it i knew it and then smiles and i was like that's a friend right there. Um, the uh, the next the next thing we know is that Thanos does get the upper hand again, and knocks Mjolnir out of out of uh, out of uh, Cap's uh, hand. And this, what I meant by like he seemed more ruthless is like he is he is digging into Cap's shield, like oh, yeah. he broke Cap's shield in half, and and like essentially is about to kill him.
1: And it it shows you how fucking strong fucking Thanos is, because that shield's made of vibranium, which at this point is the strongest metal in the known universe. Yes. Yeah. And, well, there, there's not... Well, we don't know, because we don't know what his sword is made of. His sword might be made of some stronger shit. We have no clue. could be but, made um, out
0: of uh, adamantium.
1: Shh, we cannot speak of that just yet. Five years. Five years until we can speak of that.
0: <laughs> Five years till Michael Jai White can be... Uh... Magneto.
1: Five more years, baby. Give it to us. Um, but, uh. We won't
0: do it. Marvel's. Mar- I say Marvel's make great movies, but they're little bitches, dude. They're
1: fucking like, scared. Whole ass cowards, pussy ass motherfuckers. Make a black man, Mac. Thie- Mac- I was about to say Mac Thedo. Um. <laughs> yo, what up? My name is Mac Thedo. I'm Mac Thedo's cousin. I'm from <laughs> Blood Conda, maybe? I don't know. It's just terrible. Um. I don't, know, with that. I don't either. Um, so, yeah. So,
0: um Thanos decides like I'm ending this now, and he brings his whole ass army out against the one Captain America because he's the only one that's awake right now.
1: And, and at this point, Thanos is just being petty because he was like, you know what, I wasn't even gonna do this because you know, I was just gonna do this because you know I could, but now. Like I'm gonna fuck you up and I'm gonna enjoy it, yeah. And Cap, being the guy that he is, he stands the fuck up. He straps on what's left of the shield and he's ready to fucking throw some fucking bows by himself against an entire armada. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you hear you hear a little you hear you hear a little intercom radio signal come in. Yeah. And it, it just a, it Cap. On your left.
0: On your left. I was like, oh shit! I got tingles. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking got tingles when that
1: happened. And then, it's before that- we continue
0: with that, I will say this: with Captain America, it's he he does have super strength, all these other abilities that normal people don't have. But his one ability that he has never he never got from the super soldier serum was that he never gave up, and that's the one thing that in every comic book iteration. It's the one thing that separates Captain America from everyone else, and it what's it's what keeps the fight going. Without yeah. Captain America, so many people have given up already.
1: Like his willpower is ridiculous. Like, imagine if He's Captain America. It, imagine if he existed in the DC universe and had access to a fucking power, a fucking ring. It would be ridiculous. Um, but, but yeah, go ahead. The then you just see a portal and it's it's a very familiar looking portal because the portals that Stephen Strange can open up and you just see it open up and you see three figures standing there and out from the sunny savannas of Wakanda comes the king himself the first motherfucker cuz they was like we need to get him out there first cuz people people ain't going to wait for that shit we need to get him out there first black panther walks out he's looking around like what up niggas i'm back <laughs> What's poppin'?
0: (coughs) With Okoye and Shiri. They're both there as well.
1: And Shiri looks furious. She looks so angry. I loved every minute of it. And what was the second portal? Who was in that second portal, Jonas?
0: The second portal was uh, Dr. Stephen Strange with the Guardians of the Galaxy, including a one Peter Parker.
1: Motherfucker just pops out and takes his mask off like, I want to see my face. I know y'all do. What up, y'all? I th-
0: every, everyone cheered at that part where he you see his face. And I actually I got tingles with that, too. I got tingles throughout this whole scene. Portals are opening up everywhere. Because not only is the people... Like, what, like they're letting people from Wakanda. All the warriors from Wakanda join in. But they're letting all the spaceships in outer space also join in. Because, like I said, there are... There are, um, we call those the people that uh, that Quill always hangs out with,
1: that uh, Yondu was part of. I can't remember what they're called. I want to say they're scavengers, but I can't remember their. Yeah, ex-
0: something like that. But they're joining the fight too. Like you could see their
1: red suits and all that. Um, like when they say all of the warriors are here, like it's 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 Smash Brothers. Like it's Smash uh, Brothers. It is Smash Brothers! When you watch the trailer for the new Smash Brothers game that came out a couple months ago, and it says everyone is here, that is what this scene is. Cause motherfucker Scarlet Witch comes out, magic just flowing from her fingertips, Groot shows the fuck up. He's like, I'm ready to ba- go. Valkyrie,
0: Korg, Meek are there. The wasp is there. I don't wasp know. Wasp comes she out, found out of out
1: nowhere. It. We don't yeah. know how she found out about this shit, but she shows up. Fucking shows up. Pe- Pepper! Pepper puts Pepper on armor!
0: As Rescue, her name is Rescue in there. Her
1: name is Rescue.
0: <laughs> Imagine if Morgan was there
1: in a suit if, as well. If we, if we saw a little child in some armor, I would have lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> um, Wong! Like- Wong, the biggest coward of the last movie, pops out and he's like, I brought an army with me. Fuck you. And then Steven Strange is like, is this everyone? He goes, do you want fucking more
0: people, bitch? I don't, this is a lot of people already.
1: What fuck you want me to do? I got Asgardians, I got Wizards, we got Space People. What the fuck else do you want? Honestly, I was disappointed that, like, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't show up. I was disappointed yeah. that N- Nick Fury wasn't there. But I'm,
0: I'm disappointed that, you know, Luke Cage or Jessica <sighs> Jones. Imagine if they were there.
1: How <sighs> crazy would
0: that be? My... I would have I would have whipped my dick out and started jerking off if that happened.
1: Like, I would have thrown money at the screen. I was like, okay, you got my money. Like, it would have been hilarious if Punisher was there. It would have been so oh, fucking funny. That would have been great. And he would imagine... have been so... Imagine yeah. him walking through a portal looking confused like, why the fuck am I here? What the fuck is going on? And that's the fuck of this movie. He says yeah. it. He's like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. and he's just got a gun in his hand. He's like, "Whatever, fuck it, I don't care." Those um, are aliens. I know those are bad. And then, uh, uh, fucking Ant Man and everybody else come bursting out of the remnants of the Avengers building. Yes, and you just uh, see everybody gathered around.
0: And then Captain America pulls up the pulls the hammer, and says the one line we've been waiting years for people for him to say: "Avengers." Avengers. Assemble. Assemble. And then Thor just lets out a yell. Oh!
4: And oh, it's, man,
1: was... it's all out fucking war. It's like, knock down, drag him out. Fucking everyone's beating the shit out of everybody. It's, it's fucking amazing. Everyone's trying... Everybody wants a piece of Thanos. Nobody is not going after Thanos. They all want a little bit of Thanos. They want some yeah. of that blood. They want they want revenge because like and then they have their little moments in between there where Peter stops and he sees uh, Tony. He's like, hey, uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, I I feel like I passed out. And then I woke up and Doctor Strange was like, it's been five years. We have to go fight. It, da, 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 da. And I was like, that's what it was like for them, which is yeah. what re- it's been moments, probably. Yeah. And then and, he... and
0: then like Tony hugs him. And that was a sweet moment. I cried during that part. Good moment. Strong moment. A strong moment. Um, we get we get so many good moments. Like, cause you see everyone joining this fight. You uh, like literally. There's a there's a shot of of uh, what's his name. Uh, Drax jump on a dr- jump on some monster, and then Korg S- knocks the monster out.
1: And they're just like they're all just they know it's time. We gotta kill these motherfuckers.
0: One of my favorite shots was was uh, Pepper coming in, and then Tony joining her, and then they like did like a circle, like back to back shot of them <sighs> using
1: the, their suits.
0: It was so good.
1: Like everyone, it was so good. everyone knows in the entire world that if you're gonna make a movie and some cool shit's gonna happen, there's gotta be at least two characters during that cool shit happening. They gotta be back to back fighting against motherfuckers. Plain and simple. If you don't do it, you have failed. That movie would not be as great if that shit hadn't happened that They way.
0: did that shit in blank, man. Back to back.
1: But, like, they, they get all their shit in and then everybody knows... Because at this point, Thanos is looking for the gauntlet. And they're like, yeah. who has the gauntlet? Who has the gauntlet? Hawkeye has the gauntlet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're like, oh shit, what are we gonna do? So, um, at this point... Thanos is just kinda like, Fuck it. I'm just going to fucking blow everybody the fuck up. And one of his mm. men is uh who's who's the guy that looked like Squidward? I can't remember his name. The guy that looked like Squidward? I think his name's the oh, Maw. Oh the Maw, yeah. Yeah. The Maw's just Squidward like without a nose. Yeah. He's like uh what he's like just blow it all up and he's like, But we'll hit our own troops and he's like, I don't care. Fucking do it. Yeah. So like Sanctuary well, Two after
0: this is after Wanda is like Oh yeah him in his grasp. She she's she's fucking upset. She goes, You took everything from me. He's like, I don't even fucking know who you are. And she's like, You will though.
1: And I was I'm not personally a Scarlet Witch fan, but like for a few seconds I was like, Alright, let's see what you can do. Go and ahead do it. She did that shit. She did that shit. She did that fucking shit. She was like, This well, is like fuck. you this is for Vision. This is for my pink-skinned husband, you motherfucker. And, and... Like, he
0: thinks he has the upper hand by, like, with his swords above, like, on top of her head. She's like, mm, bitch. Baka! And, like, traps him in, like, a magic bubble, and ripping his armor piece by piece. Oh, it was beautiful. It's
1: glorious. There's some <coughs> other then, shit that happened. What was and then he's that like...
0: Happened? Well, the, that's when he said rain fire.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Said,
0: we're going to hit our troops. He goes, I don't give a shit. Do it.
1: And, and he's blowing everybody the fuck up. And then all of a sudden you just hear a loud fucking noise coming from the distance. And all the like, guns
0: point towards that direction too.
1: And they're like, what is that? And then you know who the fuck it is. It's Captain fucking Marvel. And she's here to do the thing she did in her movie. Which is destroy an entire giant fucking ship by herself because her dick is that massive, huge and dick,
0: huge,
1: big dick energy, biggest, literally big energy. biggest dick energy ever. B-D-E-E. No dick bigger energy. There is no dick that compares to Captain Marvel's dick. Um, and
0: God. she's she's basically uh, so. Caps like, hey, we need we need you to because they they have to return the stones. I don't know why they have to return the stones at this moment. I don't know why Hulk is like, we need to return them now. I'm like, no, get them up as far away as possible first so that they don't find it. That that makes more sense. He's yeah. like, no, we gotta return it now. So they try to return it to the quantum realm that's in the van mm-hmm. that's in the middle of the battlefield. And so Captain Marvel grabs the gauntlet from who who had it at that point, Peter and Peter hands it off, sees this giant, uh, group of bad guys, aliens running towards him. He's like, Oh, that looks, I don't know how you're gonna get through that. And that's when I get the biggest goosebumps ever when all these women are like, she has help. All right. And, all right. and that's go. where Rex, we haven't, uh, we have another guest. And that's my friend Siren, Mika. And she is going to explain this scene right here, right now.
4: There's so many scenes in Avengers Endgame that I could talk about for... Honestly, I could talk about them for hours. Yeah, I think I already have talked about them for hours. My friends are have had their ear completely talked off by me in the last few days since I saw the movie. Um, but the one that made me, uh, sit back in the theater with like a little bit of shock, I think it was the first movie that, or the first scene in the movie that I actually had to sit back and be like, this is real. You are not dreaming. They actually did this. It is on the big screen. And it's the scene where Hulk hands off the gauntlet to Hawkeye and then Hawkeye hands it off to T'Challa and then T'Challa hands it off to... Peter Parker and Peter Parker is like hunkered down you we get another scene where it's like oh my god he's just a kid and he's he's trying to save the world and like he's small and innocent (laughs) and he looks up at Carol and Carol come floats down and is like hi Peter Parker do you have something for me. And he hands off the gauntlet to her and he kind of looks at her, even though they had all just seen Carol come in and single-handedly fly entirely through the biggest spaceship I think they've seen in the MCU yet, Thanos's ship, and destroy it with her body alone. And he looks at her and he's like, I'm not sure how you're going to get it through Thanos' army, but good luck. And she looks down at him and she smiles and she says, I'm not alone. And then you have all the female heroes stepping into frame. And I i was watching this, just thinking, like, this can't be real. I never in a million years thought that we would get, like, a shot of all the female superheroes on the same playing field as the men, uh, holding their own and supporting each other. And it didn't hit me until that moment that we've gotten so many cool female superheroes in the past 22 movies Um, seeing them all collected in a one scene into one shot where you can pause it and look at them all is just so cool to me and so inspirational it's such a good representation of like how far the MCU has come since the beginning When Black Widow wasn't even going to be granted her own solo movie, all the other Avengers had gotten their own, like, origin film. And Black Widow, I mean, granted, she still hasn't gotten it, but she will get it, so that's something. But from the beginning of the MCU, it was all the male superheroes got set up, and then Black Widow came in as a side character in Iron Man. And that... Like, we didn't get any representation, really, until Captain Marvel got her origin film. And so being able to see just, like, a shot of all the female superheroes, like, the badass ones that are on the same playing field as the men, that have held down their own spot and, like, claimed their own spot in the Avengers by showing how cool and how badass they are. It was just really cool to see them all together because, I guess... In a way, they seem separate to me before this moment where it was like, okay, we got a male heavy team and here's their token female. Like the Guardians of Galaxy has Gamora and the Avengers has Black Widow and Wakanda has Okoye and Asgard has Valkyrie and so on and so forth. But to be able to see them all solo, helping each other and supporting each other was just insane and seeing Pepper Potts' rescue coming in and her and Scarlet Witch absolutely decimating people as Carol had to fly the gauntlet towards Gotling's van and Valkyrie flying up on her Pegasus and meleeing all of the flying monsters and like flying enemies from Thanos' army. It was just so cool to see that happen. And it held as much weight as all of the other scenes in the film where Like the male heroes were were fighting. I would even say it it held a little more weight because it was so cool to see and you never expected to see it. And seeing that representation, it makes me feel very hopeful for the next however mini-movie arc we get. Since this one was 22, I don't know how long the next Marvel arc will be, if it'll be another 10 years of movies. But... It makes me very uh, hopeful because we're finally getting to the point where female heroes, it's been proven that their movies will, will make just as much money and people will love them just as much and buy their merch just as much. So, I don't know. It's just, it makes me feel really good inside to think that this is going to keep carrying on and we will be getting more of this. Because I am so interested in seeing like Valkyrie kicking ass in Asgard as the queen of Asgard now that Thor has told her that she is and promoted her to that spot because how she proven herself and seeing Okoye in Black Panther 2 kicking ass as the leader of the army again. It's just, yeah, it makes me feel really good. And I think that scene ranks in the top scenes of Avengers Endgame, and even in in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, mainly be just because of how it made me feel seeing it, and how shocked I was, and how thankful I am that they put it in. Plus the A-Force comic line from the 2015 Secret Wars run, where they finally introduced the all-female comic or superhero team, the A-Force is so good and I'm so glad that this was kind of an easter egg for that so I hope that we see more of it in the future um but it was really really nice to see and I can't wait to watch the movie again and just soak in that moment now that I won't be in shock about it but I probably will still be in shock about it it holds that much weight.
1: Woo! 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 That was the shit. Ugh! I'm sweating again. It's just like when Jake did it, but it's just... It's, but Mika did the it, and I'm just... The, the perspiration coming from my body is ridiculous right now. Whew.
0: But man, that scene... I, I honestly got tingles watching that scene, and then after I watched that scene, I go, I wonder how many men are gonna be upset. While
1: <laughs> oh, you... Scene. I bet you money if we went on Twitter right now and just looked up women scene in Avengers. There's guy, There's bunch of motherfuckers just angry I don't appreciate about
0: it. How they used all these women? It's like they're we get it, they're strong women, but they don't need they don't need that. It doesn't make They don't sense.
1: need to do this. This isn't just doesn't make sense for the story. And then you got that one idiot who makes the shittiest joke from two thousand and three of all time. I don't know how all these women are fighting against aliens from the kitchen. And everyone just looks at that guy and you're like, dude <sighs> Come on. Be real bro. They should be making sandwiches make me a mighty avenger sandwich lady like you're, you're 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 just an idiot but you know
0: first of all what is a mighty avenger sandwich
1: yeah what is that is it a sub is it a chib- is it ciabatta bread like what the fuck are you talking about do you even know no shit you, no you an idiot that's what i thought um
0: but yeah that scene i, I really loved that scene so much that i um I'm not gonna lie. I found I found it on YouTube, and I've been like I rewind it just to see a lot of the scenes, oh, just yeah. to see like, just to see Wasp like come out of nowhere, and she's just like looking around. She's like, "I'm part of this too."
1: She's <laughs> like, "Shit, I guess I'm here. Uh, whatever. Fuck it." Um, what I don't um,
0: what I'm trying to see is there's a when Thanos sees Captain Marvel like zooming in, he starts to run after her. Then out of the smoke. It's Iron Man, Shiri, and someone else firing their beams at Thanos, but I don't know who it was. Wasn't it Quill? No, I thought it was another woman.
1: Another woman? I don't know. I do It was so fast, I just did. I wanted to see more on Baku doing shit.
0: I think he I was doing him.
1: shit with Drax, actually. Yeah.
0: You see him in like in the very beginning where he goes, to, he just yells, he's like, "Yeah!" and I was like, oh, "Okay." He's in the fight. He's
1: there. He's ready to go.
0: He's squeezing, he's, sque- he's squeezing aliens with his thighs.
1: He's like, yeah, I'm vegan, you stupid bitch. Oh, no, he's vegetarian. I'm vegetarian. vegetarian. Um, I'm just kidding. We are vegetarian. Also, <laughs> when Peter activated fucking kill mode, man, that was that was a thing of shit. Yeah. You just see all these motherfuckers running at him. He's like, whoa, 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 shit. Oh, it's doing it for me. Fine. Cool.
0: I uh, like it. I can do this. I can do this. Um... So, Carol takes it to the to the van. She almost makes it... I don't know how she's going to go through the time thing. She doesn't have the wristband to help her but navigate through that.
1: I think the whole purpose was to get her small enough to get into the quantum realm and away from Thanos where they could finish him mm. off. Mm. But uh, he beats her to the punch and... Um, and
0: destroys the van. Unfortunately. Um, and and then the, the gauntlet is there for the taking. Iron Man sees it. He he sees Thanos going after it. He tackles Thanos and starts fighting Thanos. Thanos throws him off. Thor comes out of nowhere, swings his axe, then grabs Mjolnir, pushes Mjolnir onto the axe to try and get him even more, and Cap comes from behind, pulling the, the axe towards Thanos. Thanos pushes Thor off, Throws Cap off, punches him in the in the head, like really hard. I was like, damn. He should be dead. Yeah. And then he starts to try to put the, the glove on. Then here comes Carol. Being the badass bitch that she is.
1: And, and starts fighting. It's funny Thanos. because Thanos underestimates her. Yeah. And then she shows, like, nah, bitch. I'm I'm as strong as you are, if not stronger. Yeah. But the thing about Thanos is unfortunately he's smarter than Carol, yeah. Because he while she's like overpowering him, he he was because he was about to snap and she stops him with yeah. brute strength. And, and there was that
0: one point that he headbutts her and she doesn't move at all. He's she like, doesn't,
1: because he does that so many times to people. He headbutts the shit out of him, and yeah. she he does it to her and she's like, "What the fuck?" Because it does not work. <laughs> yeah. And like as she's starting to overpower him, Thanos quick thinking motherfucker he is grabs the power stone off of the glove it fucks his hand up a little bit but just enough time for him to punch the shit out of her with it Mm -hmm. puts it back on and he's about to snap again but then tony comes in grabs the glove and gets pushed away by thanos and then all of a sudden thanos just lifts his hand and for the fourth time no third time for him he snaps and nothing fucking happens.
0: Because at the moment of grabbing that gauntlet, Tony grabbed the stones instead. And because the nano. What,
1: the nan, go ahead. I was just going to say because what Thanos doesn't realize is um, that gauntlet was made by Tony fucking Stark.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the nanobites are holding the. The stones and they put them in place on his armor to reveal his hand being the gauntlet and before before Thanos snapped he said I am inevitable and he snaps his finger nothing happens Tony pulls up his hand and he goes and I am Iron Man snap and with that snap All of Thanos' forces start to disappear and and disintegrate, much like everyone else in the Infinity War. Half the people in in Infinity War, and Thanos himself also disappears. Permanently gone. Well, we didn't even talk about this, but during the fight, we did get 2014 Gamora, who is a good guy still,
1: and she 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 turns on him.
0: Yeah, she she meets Peter will and this is before they fell in love so she doesn't know who peter is and kicks him in the balls twice yeah
1: um but and... at, at, actually she doesn't exactly know she doesn't know but she knows what nebula has told her yeah and she's like him and she's like yeah i don't know it was I either him it. or tree
0: and then he was like what
1: i was like damn that's cold but she's right <laughs> So,
0: um, but yeah, we we get this snap. And everyone disappears and Tony uh, is destroyed. Half of his face is burnt to shit. Um, well, and oh, the whole half
1: of his body is burnt to it, Chris, pretty yeah. much. He's
0: uh, he's basically, he's dying. And uh, the first one to show up is Rhodey. And he, he do, he's like, what did you do? And he's like you know helping him up to like sitting him up basically um, and then peter comes along and with like a reverse kind of role from the infinity war instead of tony seeing peter die it's it's peter seeing tony die is like telling him hey we won and i cried so hard at this part i cried when you see peter talking to tony mr Good. he's calling mr stark mr stark we won we won and I, I teared up a little bit. I teared up.
1: I'm not gonna really lie.
0: Teared up. And then Pepper shows up and she knows the this right words to say. She's like you can rest now, which is which is a callback to Iron Man 3 and a little bit in the beginning of this movie where she was, he was very restless in in Iron Man 3 because he was like uh he had he was suffering P- from PTSD and she said in the beginning of this movie she's like would you be able to rest if you didn't do this time travel thing? I don't think you would. Like you could get you could throw it away, but you wouldn't be able to rest. But now he can finally rest. And Peace. there was a final breath, his hand fell, and everyone knew that he died.
1: And basically, Iron Man, the the big bang of the MCU, had his last hurrah went out like the hero that we all knew that he was. Yeah. The character development of that man from a selfish prick who benefited off of uh, basically selling weapons to countries to fuel war, sacrificing himself to save everybody. Everybody. Everybody, everywhere, ever. And I thought it was a good way to send him off. It was. Because Robert Downey Jr., was tired. (laughs) Yeah. He was, he was, he was so tired. Um, Um,
0: but, uh, with, with that end, we, we get a montage, a slow montage of a lot of, uh, things. We get to see Scott, um, and, and Hope with, with Cassie. They're, they're kind of like celebrating that they're together. We see Clint go back to his family. We see, uh, What
1: else did we see? Um, oh, we saw uh, T'Challa, his mom, and his sister there yeah. in Wakanda celebrating. Um, Wakanda
0: is thriving like crazy. They look, they, they look so different.
1: They had the most like stake in this whole thing because they were involved with the shit. Yeah. Um, who else was there? It didn't really show anybody else. It just showed those three, really.
0: Yeah. Um, oh wait, no, it, was, it showed
1: but- Peter. It showed Peter going back to school.
0: Oh yeah, that's right, Peter. You you know what's crazy is like, what about the students that didn't get they, snapped? Like all their friends that they, didn't get snapped.
1: They either gave up on school or graduated. We don't know what happened yeah. to those kids because it's five years later; they're gone. But it's lucky uh, that
0: his, all his friends that he knows that are going to be in the next movie didn't are the ones that got snapped. So
1: convenient, am I right? Convenient. Um. um but uh, I think that was it. Didn't it show strange too? Didn't it the show him doing something? No. Maybe not. No, I, don't I don't remember. So.
0: Um, but uh, we got to Tony's uh, last will and testament, and he basically made a recording about, like, in case anything happened, an untimely death. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what am I worried about? Everything's going to work out. And then he, like, as he's about to stop the recording, he looks up at his daughter and he's like, I love you 3,000. And then. Turns it off. Oh, I cried during that part. I cried so much in this movie, Rex.
1: Jesus, Jonas, pull it together, man. No, I'm not. You're the adult here.
0: You're the uh, adult here. No, I'm not an adult. I'm a grown man. There's a difference. That's
1: amazing, <coughs> That's um
0: But with that, um, we get to the funeral. And it, it, it's a close-up of. The first arc reactor of Tony Stark, and it's it's the one that Pepper made for him that said this living proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah, and um, everyone is there. It's it's Pepper, is his daughter. Then it's um happy, and uh and Rhodey, then Peter, Peter and Peter's his mom. Oh, not his, his mom. His Aunt, Aunt May, Aunt May. Then it's uh, and it's Hulk, um, Thor, Captain America. Uh, uh, I think it was like, who was after that? I think it was the, you know, Ant Man and all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Ant Man, right? Janet, uh, I think Michael, Michael Sheen. Is it Michael Sheen? Martin yeah, Sheen. Michael
0: Keen. No, no, Michael Keaton. Um, fuck. Sheen. What's his
1: name? Sheen. Not Sheen. Sheen. It's not, it's not Estevez. Yeah, it's Michael Sheen. Martin Sheen. But, Michael Sheen. I think it's no, Martin. it's. Not, it's not Martin it Sheen. Douglas. Michael, Michael Douglas? Douglas. Yeah, Michael Douglas. Jesus, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> uh,
0: Michael Douglas, um, and then we see um, we see the Guardians. X uh, minus Gamora. We
1: yeah. see. Uh, I think it's, uh,
0: no, it's T'Challa. Yeah, it's yeah, just calling them. Then we see uh Wanda um Wanda, Bucky, and Sam. Then we see uh the kid from Iron Man Three. I yeah, I forgot what his name is. Harley something. Harley. And we see Thunderbolt Ross randomly. I was like,
1: okay. Ain't ain't seen the motherfucker in a hot minute, but he here. Not trying to well, we kill him. We
0: saw him in Civil War.
1: Yeah, it's been a win. It. It's been a while since we've seen uh, the motherfucker. We saw uh what's her name? Maria Hill. Yeah.
0: And we Maria see Captain Marvel. And then we see Nicholas J. Fury.
1: hanging out on the porch in the back watching over everybody.
0: Yeah. Um and it was he didn't have any lines.
1: Oh, he didn't say shit. He just came to collect his check using he, he ain't saying basically.
0: Um and then we got, we got to scenes of of separately of like wanda and clint talking uh there was okay so i watched the i watched the easter eggs and all that and mm-hmm. when clint and and wanda are talking they're saying like um i wish clint saying like i wish she was here she would so she could have seen that we won and wanda's like i think she's, she knows they both know and i was like okay she's talking about vision but someone on some random youtube channel they it's said like, that
1: she was talking about Gamora.
0: Gamora. Yeah, you saw that shit?
1: Yeah, I was like, how the fuck does she know who Gamora is? Yeah. yeah. Get you the fuck idiot. out of here, fucking you're dumbass, dummy. stupid motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I was, like, really mad at that guy.
1: <laughs> I, was... I, I was like, bro, you're reaching a little too deep for something that not Daryl. Yeah. What you doing? Yeah. Um, what else happened after that?
0: Uh, we see the Guardians hanging out, and Thor is joining them. After he lets Valkyrie know that
1: she's going to be the cl- the king of Asgard. Mm-hmm. And he um, goes off with the Guardians and calls them the Asgardians, Asgardians of the
0: Gadeons. Which, com- which is a comic book title right now.
1: It is. And, and
0: uh, uh, I guess... I guess volume three is going to be them searching for Gamora because Gamora from 2014 is now missing.
1: I guess because I guess, i think she just came to this universe permanently. So, yeah, she dipped. So they're trying to find her right now.
0: And um, uh, and there's like there's a great funny moment where it's like, this is still my ship. Like, I'm in charge. And Thor's like, yeah, of course, yeah, you know, of
1: course, you're in charge. And he doesn't even—he doesn't even say that. He's like, of course, everyone here knows who's in charge.
0: And I love that moment where it's just like, it's it's me, right? He goes, yes, yes, it's you, it's you, it's you man. Me. God, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, they don't give no one gives him enough credit for being funny. He's hilarious, honestly. Yeah, he he has such good delivery. Um, after that, we get to see uh, Sam and Bucky with with the Hulk and Cap. They're about to return the stones. Mm-hmm. So, you know they've let him know. Hey, you have to return at the exact time. Uh, Sam's like, how long does this guy take? It's like, gonna take like five seconds for us, but it's gonna take however long he needs for him. For him. Mm-hmm. And as we get as they power it up, uh, there's a line that Bucky and mm-hmm. and Steve share that's also in in the original Captain America movie, which is like, Hey, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. How can I when you got all the stupid with you. Stupid go- yeah. Um. So, after Cap uh, returns all the stones, he's supposed to come back, and we notice that Hulk notices that he misses his timestamp, and shoots past it. And as like Sam's like, "Hey, bring him back! What are we doing? Bring him back!" Uh, Bucky looks over and he sees someone sitting down by the lake, and he tells Where Sam, "Hey, come over here." And they notice it that it's it's Cap it's you know. Chris. It's not Chris. It's uh Steve. And, and
1: he he's them, hey, go. go ahead. I was just going to say he's, he's old. He's old. He's old now. He's old as fuck. He's an old man. And he's sitting there and Sam goes over to him and he notices like Steve's not only old but he has a ring on his finger. Mm-hmm. And he says so are you going to tell me about her? Oh no. Well, first, Steve gives him the shield, pretty much passing the mantle of Captain America to Sam Wilson, who is who? Well, I don't know if he still is, but he was Captain America in the comics at one point. Yeah. And he's like, I don't I don't know if I'm the right person for this shield. And he's like, if you weren't. Then what did he say you wouldn't even be here or you wouldn't I wouldn't be giving it to you? No, he
0: goes, uh, it feels like someone else's.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. And he he says, it's not. Yeah. And he's like, thank you. He's gonna do his best. And then, like, I I was even thinking about this, but then as I started thinking about it more, I was like, okay, it makes more sense why he would, why nothing really has changed. Because Cap still is frozen. Yeah. So... He he goes to a time after he's frozen, and meets up with Peggy. Lives his life, and then Cap still
1: is frozen and
0: ends up, you know.
1: Yeah, so he'll, he'll get a chance to come back, in either way. Yeah. And uh, mean,
0: time travel is still is like a very easy thing in this movie. Like they made time is. travel super easy now.
1: They've opened up a lot of doors. Um, yeah. But uh. It cuts and, to a scene. But Brooks, if you want to say, I was just gonna say, like he looks at his hand and he notices that there's a ring oh. on his finger, yeah. And he's like, "Hey, you gonna tell me about her?" And S- Steve just pretty much goes, "No, I don't think I will." And it cuts to a scene of a house, and you just see Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers in the house slow dancing, and the movie ends with a single thing that Captain wanted in the entire world, which is a kiss. From the person that you love. And that is the end of Endgame because, spoiler alert, there is no post-credit, mid-credit, any credit scene in this movie. There's not uh, even... There's not even a, a so-and-so will return. <laughs> it's just, it's over. And... Yeah. I stayed behind just in case I was being lied to. And I was like, I don't trust it. But there was nothing there. And that is the end of the Infinity Saga for now. Until Spider-Man Far From Home, apparently.
0: And, um... Very... A lot of emotions watching this movie. Oh, yeah. Rex, this, uh, this movie, throughout this whole movie, you felt as... I mean, like we said in the beginning, it, it felt like an end to a movie, but after after it ended how did you feel
1: i felt good like i felt good in the completely opposite way of i felt good at the end of infinity war because infinity war it was like yo that was fucking sick but this was like yo that was fucking satisfying because it gave everyone well it didn't give everyone a satisfying ending I'm still not really satisfied with Scarlet, uh, not Scarlet, little Scarlett Johansson's me. I feel like she deserved a little more, but she's going to get her own mm. movie. We'll see where that goes. Uh, there might be a thing in that where they literally hop back in time and take, pluck her out of the past and bring her to their timeline. Who knows? Mm. But um, knows? it just... Cap's ending was satisfying in that it was like we're closing the door but not all the way. We're going to keep it cracked just a little bit. Yeah. Tony's ending felt finite. Like, I Man. don't think Robert Downey Jr. ever wants to be Iron Man again. And if he's not, it's fine because a world without Iron Man is okay because his influence is still heavy within the world. Also, he's not the smartest guy in the world. Sure he is. And she's still here. So it's cool. Um, And we don't, we haven't even seen
0: uh, Mr. Fantastic yet.
1: We have not, oh, that's, oh, oh boy, five years, scientist Um. supreme. Here we come. Um, but it, it just, it was like a weight lifted off of me and now I'm ready for some new weights to be dropped on me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm ready for phase four. I'm ready for phase five. I and I'm just glad that the door is still open. To where there's, like, some people are hopping off. I've seen people talking about, all right, I'm done with Marvel movies now. I've seen everything I need to see. I'm never going to watch another one again. And if you want to do that, that's cool. That's on you. I'm still going to go see them. Fuck it. Yeah. They're still going to come out. I'm going to see Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. I want to see Marvel's take on X-Men. I want to see Marvel's take on uh, Fantastic Four. Like, I want to see these things happen. And the door is so wide open now that they finally introduced, because they've already introduced demons, they've already introduced space people, now they've introduced time travel. Like, you can go anywhere with that. And I, I pondered the question myself, like, who is going to be the next big Marvel villain? And I chose Ford, who I was like, oh, these guys could work. I, cause I chose Shuma Gorath, I chose Galactus, the Beyonder. uh Annihilus. The, Annihilus. I just chose those out cuz I just picked those but then I thought about it and I was like man there's more people that could be the next big thing like there's fucking Dormammu there's fucking Mephisto there's uh uh the void
0: the void the void would be great I think it would be v- great because I wanted to end in a way where the guy who does play uh century Bob Reynolds like comes out of the d- the the darkness of the void and kind of like take like is that last beacon of hope that ends up in the world and sacrifices himself.
1: That's my thought. I wanted it to be a little different in that like it would be Bob and it would start out with him as the sentry and he slowly descends into the void but ends up overcoming it after a while because they realize they can't beat the void. The only person that can beat the void is Bob because it's him. Yeah. But um, I just want to see where it's going to go. I'm really hoping that the speculation... That the Earthquake thing is Namor because I like me some Namor. Give me some Namor, buddy. And uh, they've announced... Give him Namor, alright? Give my friend Namor. Give me what I want. And they've already made some announcements for what's going to be happening in Phase 4. Obviously, uh, there's going to be Black Panther 2, Guardians 3, um, Doctor Strange 2. But some new stuff that's gonna be on the horizon is uh the eternals mm-hmm. which uh what many people don't know is the race of people that thanos comes from and uh there's also going to be a movie based on shang chi master of kung fu which is gonna be interesting because when it comes it's gonna be a kung fu movie but when it comes to ground-based superheroes, Shang Chi's about as ground-based as you get. Like he's he's Luke Cage, Iron Fist level. Yeah. Um,
0: not even he doesn't even have any powers, right? Like he's just he, a ha- he
1: doesn't he doesn't initially, but he gains powers over a time, where he basically gets the abilities of multiple men. He can split he can split himself into multiple versions of himself, and they all know kung fu. So it's like you're fighting a room full of Kung Fu Masters. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with them. I'm curious to see. but I don't, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a weird pick. And I also saw that they're in talks of making a new Blade movie. So...
0: <sighs>
1: Ooh, I'm hype. <laughs> it, it doesn't get more ground-based than fucking Blade, baby! I um, But, hey. I
0: honestly, oh, I honestly want another Blade movie. Actually, I... I love I love Blade Two, is that weird?
1: Nah, eh, I can't even remember what happened in Blade Two. I just remember one in Trilogy, because Trilogy had <laughs> Triple H in it.
0: They had the they had the the vampires with the mouths that opened like this, and they were killing other vampires.
1: I remember that vaguely now.
0: Donnie Yen was in it.
1: He was wasn't he shit? Oh my Ron god, Ron Perlman. I need to watch Blade 2 again and the <laughs> trilogy.
0: Um anyways guys, that's that's our spoiler. That's a spoiler verse.
1: Thank you for joining join, joining us in this journey into for the the most successful Oh god. We yeah, about then... as long <laughs> about mm-hmm. as long as a fucking movie.
0: Um but the this is the most successful Marvel mo- most successful movie
1: currently, right?
0: Oh yeah, is it, it, is it beating Avatar yet? Can it, it beat the shit out of Avatar? Can I Avatar it, shut the fuck up, please?
1: I think it already has. I feel like they heard what James Cameron said about people being tired of superhero movies. <laughs> they were like, alright, hold my beer. We're gonna blow your fucking shitty Smurf uh, Pocahontas movie out of the water. Alright? Watch us. And then they fucking did it, because it already has a billion dollars since it's been out since Thursday. Um... But, yeah, uh, that's the end of the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. I think we should just close out the podcast, man. I don't know is, I don't
0: know where else can we go <coughs> with this. Well, this is where we can go. You can follow Rex at R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A-R-O-S-S-A on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok if you want. Um,
1: it's up to you, baby. It's up to you.
0: That's all. This guy, guys got to tell you, Rex is one of the funniest dudes I know. That I know. I, keep I know seeing a my lot face. of people, but Rex is one of the funniest people I know.
1: I, I keep seeing my face pop up on random Instagram pages, and I'm just like, oh, man, they took these from my TikTok <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 60K on TikTok. Follow me if you want. I don't Damn. Care. 3-
0: 325 on TikTok right now. <laughs>
1: Balling out of control, Jonas. Look at you, you motherfucker. Whatever, man.
0: You? you did it. You did, like...
1: A 1,000 in a night. Hey, that was in the beginning. I'm moving at a snail's pace now. Um, follow Jonas at J-O-N-A-S-T-Y-D-R-A-W-Z. You can follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok, because he made the leap. But hey, we don't know how long that leap's going to last, because uh, there's a little something on the horizon. Yep. It's a little something uh, that you might want to take a bite of when you get oh. an opportunity. <laughs> you know? Like, oh! Oh, 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 oh. Um, <laughs> but hey, you know, follow him, get some art done from him, tell him how sexy he is. Look at his hips move. You know, do that, do the damn thing to Joe Nastang. You know, what I'm nothing. You know all right, but all right, guys, all right. I think that's it.
0: Um, you can also follow us at RJU Podcast on Twitter. And Instagram. You can also email us at theuniverseRJ at gmail if you guys have any questions or concerns. Actually, we do have a tweet. Sorry. Oh shit, we got a tweet. We got a
1: we got a message. Um, Wait, before that, we gotta hmm. let. Shouldn't we let Jake and Mika plug themselves?
0: Oh oh, I don't know if they did plug themselves yet, but I will just oh. will plug Jake. Uh, he is at Jake Holla on Twitter. He's also uh, Pizza Beard Party on Instagram.
1: I think he's Absolutely. Pizza Beer Party on TikTok as well.
0: Pizza Beer Party on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. You can follow uh, Michaela at Siren Mika, S A R S I R E N M I K A on Twitter and Instagram. Um, go follow them both. They're both great, amazing people. And mm-hmm. they did us uh, some great audio. audio, I don't like... know what to call it.
3: Audio assistance. Audio assistance right there. <laughs> um,
0: but, uh, yeah, we got um, a, a message from Johnny. Uh, hey. hey, guys. I just wanted you to know that your podcast has literally ruined other podcasts for me. I used to listen to a variety of podcasts to play in the background while playing a game or to fall asleep. And now I can't even feel tired until I hear the phrase sturdiest of browns. Keep the keep up the great work, and I can't wait to he, he, for future podcasts.
1: All right, lit, lit. Thanks, dude. <laughs>
0: um, but that's I think that's it. Let me see if we have any emails real quick. Um, check this real quick. I think I already read this. Yeah, we read this one. Okay, yeah, well, that's it.
1: Alright. Well, everyone, we appreciate you coming out and enjoying this podcasting experience known as the Universe of Rex and Jonas. And uh, if you listen to this podcast today and you spoiled yourself, we warned you multiple times not to do that. You did it anyway. We, we are not held responsible outside of that. If you have any, you know, questions or comments or concerns, you know, send us an email, send us a message on Twitter or Instagram and let us know what you think. We want your positive and negative feedback because that helps us grow. If you heard some things you agreed with, let us know. If you heard some things you didn't agree with, also let us know because we want to know what you guys think. But if you heard some things today that absolutely, positively blew your mother. Fucking mind. I hope your wig ain't get flipped.
0: You have just finished listening to The Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly.